Hello, Internet, and welcome to DayBotCast episode 124. This is the number one K-pop podcast not hosted by Eric Nam. Uh, that covers all things K-pop, Korean culture, and the Korean music industry. Um, if you're wondering who these two people are, I'll introduce them a bit later. Uh, we kind of had to do a, an audible uh, this week because Nate is away on a sort of uh, get-together with his gaming friends out in Chicago. Uh, Jacob's still over in Korea, and uh, I think he's at a birthday party or something, so he, he, he can uh, record uh, this weekend. So... Uh, we're going to get into some album reviews, do a bit of background on our two guests here. Uh, but before that, uh, if you're into uh, what we do here on Truly Daybok, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash trulydaybok. You'll get to see all our um, album reviews, all our... We haven't done an unboxing in a while, but if we ever do that, sure. Uh, we do a podcast on Produce X 101, so you have a lot to look forward to. We do stuff on Luna. Um, yeah, just a lot of content if you uh, want to look that up. Uh, you can f- listen to it audio versions on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like to listen to it while you're working or if you just don't like seeing our beautiful faces, uh, follow us on Twitter at TrulyDayBuck, and as always, join our Discord it is mucho lit. I'm your host Andrew Lee, and uh, to introduce our guests first, her claim to fame is Yua stole her phone at an Oh My Girl concert. <laughs> the queen of song ratings, and our very first or the first uh, truly Devok mod on Discord, Sam. Say hi. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Just introduce yourself. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm Sam. I'm the Truly Daybok mod. I do the song ratings. Yua did steal my phone at the concert, as well as other Oh My Girl members. But yeah. <laughs> but it, you're still that's still your icon. That's still your icon on Discord. And yeah, she's she is a crazy person that likes math. I don't know who actually likes math and insists on doing all these song ratings and like doing all these averages and statistics on it. So she does a lot of work for uh, Truly Daybok, um, especially on Discord behind the scenes. So we want to just... For free. For free. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, hey, I don't get paid to do this. So <laughs> I have to pay. If anything, I I, I, I get a net po- I get a net negative off this because I have to pay for like my illustrator. We have to pay for like the podcast hosting hosting oh, servers and everything so yeah oh well anyway uh, our second guest of honor uh a k-pop song is not a certified banger unless he says so <laughs> lord of the snacks baron hey guys uh happy to be here filling in at last minute a little bit so we'll see how this goes yeah, we will see how this goes. Uh, we actually, it's it's good that at least we've all met up in person <laughs> despite uh, before doing all of this because I, I forget if I told you guys like we didn't when we started doing Daybotcast. We actually Nate, Jacob, and I had never met until like like six months after <laughs> we like actually got to know each other. So like in Toronto for card. So at least yeah, we know each other like in yeah. real life. I I know you guys aren't just some random like FBI agents trying to shut us down <laughs> or something. I mean, we could be, but... I mean, yeah, you, you do live in Virginia, so... Yeah, by DC. So. <laughs> Please don't shut us down. <laughs> I swear I'll like YG. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, so we're... Uh, oh, I should probably do my three things, since that's my normal sort of stick. Uh, I'll try to keep it short, since we have a lot of uh, other stuff to get to today. So, uh, number one, like I said, this is my first time hosting the Daybot cast, surprisingly, after 100... 
24 freaking episodes because there was never there was never a time that Nate or Jacob would both be absent <laughs> from a show so this is a, this is uncharted territory right here so this is gonna be interesting um number two would be I actually got a really nice pickup recently just in the mail uh today um so uh, everyone in discord should know my favorite um style of music I guess lately is just been like city pop and just like really old like Japanese style music so I had to get uh this physical copy of Neon by Yukika um it has a really like the CD looks like a vinyl and everything so I'm, I'm usually not big on collecting CDs lately just because I'm saving money but this is a promotional single that you can't buy in stores so I had to buy it when I saw it on eBay um and number three, uh, just some sports stuff. Uh, NBA Finals and Stanley Cup Finals are getting pretty interesting. Uh, Toronto has a three-one lead over uh, the Golden State Warriors. They got they got them right where they want them. <laughs> Do you think Durant's gonna come back? Maybe if Durant doesn't come back, they're screwed. Like if if, if yeah, Durant doesn't like Durant is such a big part of their offense that they need at this point. Like even if he's not one hundred percent, they need Durant back. But I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind if Toronto wins just because, uh, I mean, I, I obviously being a Celtics fan, I'm not supposed to like Toronto, but they have Jeremy Lin and that'd be crazy if Jeremy Lin gets himself a ring. Like he'd be the first Asian American. Uh, yeah. Well, he's already the first Asian American to play in the NBA uh, finals. He's And for him to be the first Asian American to win an NBA finals or just get a championship ring would be awesome. Um, Stanley Cup finals aren't going so good on my end. The uh, <laughs> Bruins are down 3-2. Uh, that's why we had to do it today, because tomorrow I'm going to be too busy yelling at my TV. <laughs> uh, hopefully, by the time by the time this goes up, hopefully we'll find out we're forgetting a game seven, but uh, I, I hope so. I really hope so. I need. I want them to win so bad. <sighs> anyway, those are my three things. Uh, we've done all the intro stuff. Let's get into the reviews. So first... On the docket, we are doing a review of Wuju Sonyo's uh, special uh, album titled For the Summer. So, for those that don't know, uh, Wuju Sonyo is a 13, <coughs> or 13, quote unquote, um, 11 member uh, girl group under uh, Starship Entertainment. They had a comeback earlier this year uh, with their song uh, La La Love. So, this is a summer comeback um, that they're sort of putting out there as a special album. So, uh, I guess how we could do this. I'll just introduce all of the songs and then we'll ladies first, I guess Sam, you'll read off first, then bear it. And then I'll close it out. So, Oh, I go first. Yeah. I'm throwing you, I'm throwing you guys right into the, okay. right into the fire. Oh boy. Sink or swim. Okay. Starting us off. We have, uh, the lead single off of this, uh, mini album entitled boogie up. So Sam, what were your thoughts on boogie up? Well, first off, I thought this was possibly one of their weakest, title tracks um i mean like oh. i like i like cute <sighs> stuff like i like my cute girl groups but i mean it's it's a it's a summer song i mean hmm. yeah the chorus is eh, i don't know like a kind of i'm not a fan of like kind of drop choruses it's eh, it's one of my like, biggest frustrations as a general sort of thing yeah. or just like specific styles of drop chorus just really in general, like I think it's just been so overdone in K-pop, especially lately that yeah. I'm just like, anytime it happens, it's just an eye roll now. So whenever they like do something more with it, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But yeah, it was, it was just like a, it dropped, they're dancing. I always hear the clap because they clap in it. And it's like, anytime I hear the song, I hear the clap with mm. it. And then I guess like specifics of it. Um, 
I wasn't really a fan of Exe's rap in this, which, like, I love her, but in this song, I, I don't know, I wasn't feeling it. I just, I don't know. She, she heard this comeback, me and her, we, we weren't clicking. I don't know. But, and then, what else? It's like, overall, the, the song, it wasn't crazy. It was possibly my least favorite on the whole album. Wow. Um, I mean, I, I understand, but man, <laughs> you're not mincing your words on your like first. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what a way really to endear yourself to the Wuji Sonya fans. And I love, I love them too. Like, that's, yeah, I, I understand. That's definitely. a sad thing, but I mean, like the whole, and like the music video, the styling, it's just like, it's such a miss. Like for one, like I understand safety shorts and K-pop. But they're just but. so obvious. They're so obvious. And like in the music video, it's like, okay. I don't know. It's why like, do why do that type of concept if you still have to rely on safety? Sh- yeah, like I'm fine with it. Like in live stages, like it makes sense. But like for a music video, I'm like, you have like the time to find shorts that fit appropriately and like. And I don't it's know. Not like, and you don't, you're not getting like random people with weird angles that might show way too much or anything. Cause like, yeah. it's just like the camera people that are like, they're doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's a lot of close ups on their butts, <laughs> like this comeback. Like in the live stage, <laughs> there were just this zoom in on a butt. <laughs> like, okay, I didn't realize they were doing this. We're going there. We're, they're going there, I guess. But it's still like cute. <laughs> I like am so confused by the concept, and that's the end of the music video. They're like partying, playing beer pong. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, okay. would you Sonia playing beer pong? <laughs> and, it's, and it's just them like playing beer pong. Like, there's no like other friends there. I'm like, okay, I guess it's a fun time. I, I mean, you you know what they say, Eleven's <laughs> company, I guess. So. Well, it's ten, right? Yeah, it's, it's three Chinese. Oh yeah, so there's companies, ten. Uh... But yeah, I mean, like in like. Specifically, like styling wise, I mean, I feel like I'm just I'm hammering them so hard on this. Like some of the members, I think look great. Like Yoram, mm. she looks great. She's my favorite. Bona looks great. Uh, who else did I have? Luda, Luda, Luda. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the red hair. It's yeah. like what? But Yeonjung, I think I said I don't know if I say these names right. Her red hair looks amazing. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, she usually is just stuck to like darker hair color. So I, I kind of like the change a bit. I, she might have done red once in a while, but most of it's usually just been like some type like of cat. brown. Hello, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then like Exy's bangs. No, not a fan. <laughs> but what, what I was going to bring do? that up later. Those are yeah, like, I- they're very questionable. They're just so like heavy. <laughs> like I don't know. So, Baron, what it's are like your a, a lot of hair. Yeah, um, go ahead. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, so I'm not the biggest fan of them in general, as my scores in the song rating I think kind of indicate. But I really enjoyed the song. I think this is probably one of like my top three songs of theirs. Uh, probably only after uh, Babyface, which is like. <laughs> top tier song. Okay. <laughs> Usually when people say like top tier Wuji Sonyo, you don't not everyone says baby face, but uh, th- to be honest, I like I didn't really care about them that much until Cooper told me to listen to Baby Oh yeah, Coop- Cooper has made us like Yeah, C- stand. Cooper is the <laughs> Wuji Sonyo. Hey, me too, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, it works. It works. Yeah. I bought all their albums. <laughs> but 
So I, I really enjoyed the song. I actually quite enjoyed like the instrumental chorus, how there was like almost no vocals in it. Usually I'm not a fan of that style, but I thought it really worked well in this song. Hmm. And I don't, I don't really know that many members. I, the music video was cool. Same. They all look good. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really a whole lot of complaints. Uh, yeah, it's like a very generic like summer album style. Like there's very little effort put into it, but I don't really blame them for that. And I'm okay with it, to be honest. Yeah, mm. like I feel like I went so hard on that. Like I'm fine with the summer comeback. Like it made sense for them to do this style and concept this time of year. Like I'm not expecting like the whole magical girl kind of style. So yeah, like it was, it was fun. Yeah. Mm. Uh, on my end, uh, as someone that considers uh, Wuji Sonya to be one of, if not my favorite uh, IOI branch, so to speak. It's probably, yeah, it's Wuji Sonyo and then probably like Chang'a and yeah. etc. in terms of my favorites. Um, yeah, 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 I know it's sort of a summer release type album, but I always just, I live in fear every time they put songs like this out, like when they put Boogie up, when they did Kiss Me, when they did Happy. Um, I'm just, I just live in constant fear that one of these songs is going to catch on and then Starship's going to be like, yep, we're just going to throw your entire concept away because we like money. So that's what, that's like, I live in perpetual fear of that happening to Wuju Sonyo. And I feel like that yeah, the reason why I f- fell in love with this group was that unique sort of uh, electronic kind of magical girl chiptune sound. So, I mean, I don't mind them going away from it. It's nice as someone that really stresses like, changing up your sound or just not being like one note at all i do appreciate the change in it but i feel like they could have done a bit more <laughs> in terms of this release in all honesty like it, it just feels way too derivative of stuff i've heard from other girl groups like specifically intro kind of reminds you of likey the pre-course build-up reminds me of uh violetta by uh by eyes one so there's just I'm just there's just a lot of stuff I'm hearing from other groups just like all mishmashed into this one song so it kind of loses the originality of it. Uh, it's produced by Wonder Kid and it kind of explains maybe why I don't like it as much because he did Wanda One's Boomerang, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he also did the bo- the boys uh, No Air, so I'm just like, it's like eh. I don't know. It's just it, yeah, I really. Oh, I don't. As someone that doesn't necessarily mind, like, uh, like drop choruses, like this one just feels super generic, as generic as generic can get in terms of drop choruses. And I guess another sort of thing that kind of worries me is I feel like the song being okay is just going to be completely overshadowed by how people, how much people are going to like the visual and concept of it. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, they look so cute! They look so hot!" And they just, they just kind of just gloss over the fact that the song's like, eh. And I mean, that's I guess that's just K-pop in general, especially for girl groups. <laughs> so yeah, and as the, the sad truth of it is, yeah, unless you look like uh, the visuals definitely overpower the actual the actual music aspect of it, but. I mean, I don't think it's weak necessarily. It's just definitely, it's nothing that any other girl group hasn't done. I mean, I, I, I can, I can see it on Xe's bangs, but the one thing I don't concede <laughs> on is the ponytail. As a, a fan of ponytails, like ponytail hairstyles, I just wish you wore it more. Just because the ponytail with the straight bangs look actually kind of looks nice. So that's the only acceptable way to wear it. Uh, the choreography is passable. I mean, like, Wuju Sonyo is not known for the crazy choreography, but, I mean, they do have, like, a specific style. Like, there's, like, 
what they've been doing ever since um, Save Me Save You is they have this like nice sort of like every downbeat type of like motion that they do like one, two, three, four that they change like their uh, their sort of position type thing. So I guess that's Wuju Sonya's choreography from now on. But yeah, yeah, and, and I, I, good. And I was that like I feel like with a lot of their choreography, there's always you know that one like point dance move, right? Yeah, like you remember Wuju like you have like that. You know, you've got the save me, save you, the la la love. This, I'm like, what? Yeah, what the, point, the point choreography like, is uh, like, yeah. yeah. And and that's the thing, considering like girl group dances rely on point choreography because they're not doing anything usually too crazy or technical. So yeah, not even having point choreography is definitely something that takes away from it unfortunately but i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna criticize them too much it's a summer song i don't expect like <laughs> i don't expect crazy isolations and just like kick flips and shit and stuff like that so it's, it's fine um, I, I do like that part at the end when they do like the little circle and then like they dance around the circle yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's the one thing that wuju sonya has it does a good job of having like a crap ton of members means you can do a lot of interesting formations but yeah they, i feel like you yeah they kind of have to utilize it a lot more often uh, so moving on to uh, the album track, starting off with uh, "Oh My Summer." So, Sam, what did you think about this one? So with this one, I I really liked the instrumental for this a lot. I thought that was really cool. It was really fun. The one thing, like my biggest complaint was, I just didn't like the "This One's for the Summer" part. Like, I wasn't a, a fan of that. But there was something they did with the chorus. They like kind of did it short the first time, but then in the like the second half of the song, they like increased the length of it. I don't know how to explain it. I just I really loved it. It just like mm. really just settled in and it just kind of grooved. I really loved that. And then for this one, they um they did a live stage of it, and it was so much better <laughs> than Boogie Up. Like it was a better song. The outfits were awesome. I don't know. I just I thought this was, this should have been the title track. Same, same in all honesty. That's that's exactly my thoughts. Um, that's interesting. Baron? I, I thought it was good, but like I agree that the instrumental was fantastic. Like I'm a sucker for any sort of horn instrument, and they had some nice horns in this track. Um, but a, a standing problem for me with Ujisonyo is their vocals. Like, and eh, like they can get a little bit annoying to me at times. And I felt like Sam was saying the there's a little there's parts in this song that kind of brushed me up the wrong way a little bit but okay. overall I, I did enjoy the song as well yeah that's the thing with wuju sonyo in terms of vocals it's mostly just just like yun jung and like maybe one or two other people in terms of like vocalists um that one's which, really good yeah that one's good but, i was looking at like lyric videos and i didn't realize she was singing some of my favorite parts yeah yeah so they have good vocalists it's just but again being such a large group and having to rely on like less than a third of the group being like main vocalists they tend to use a lot more like choral vocals like this one's for this one's for the summer like that type of thing so i mean i like that stuff um but i, I can understand why it brushes people the wrong way um it's produ- this song in particular is produced by Ollie Pop, Caesar and Louie, and Haley Aitken. Um, Caesar and Louie did Red Flavor and All Night, which totally makes sense um, in the long run after Did hearing this definitely definitely has that sort of SM vibe to it or I guess just necessarily um, I guess the SM girl group vibe or just that type of like funky type of sound that I get from those other two songs so I see a lot of that DNA in here um, yeah and I do agree with you Sam that this song would probably make for a way better single in terms of 
I guess one, it does have a drop chorus, um, despite maybe like the the chorus being a bit annoying with uh, this one's for the summer. I'd rather have some type of vocals instead of just with, with that many members. It feels like such a waste to just do <laughs> drop choruses. Like you have, there's a few yeah. people here that can sing. Why do you need to rely on such uh, like weird like techniques in that sort of way? But yeah, just a, the way I felt about the song is "Oh My Summer" almost makes "Boogie Up" a redundant like song in a way because it I feel like it does everything that "Boogie Up" does but better. <laughs> Yeah, so that's ultimately like the way I see it. Um, I just real quick though, I forgot to read Cooper's boogie up notes. Uh, Oh yeah, I'll read his boogie up and then all my summer notes. So for boogie up, Cooper, our resident Wuju Sonyo fanatic, says uh, this is quite the change up off of La La Love, but I think it mostly works. Uh, I enjoy the vibe of the song a lot. Uh, The production has lots of cool synths and a fun beach guitar sound. The MV is a summer girl group MV, super colorful and fun locations. The choreo is cute and catchy enough. I overall think this is the weakest song in the album, though, even though I still enjoy it. Just quick note on uh, where they filmed it. They filmed this in like Okinawa, which is like the go to in Japan to like film like some like AKB48 does summer music videos there or, like when they used to do like all the bikini music videos but they kind of went away from that but yeah Okinawa's like that's like going to like Florida or like <laughs> like for like I guess Asia or just like that part of Asia so interesting to, for them to film there uh, as for Oh My Summer uh, Cooper said this should have been the title track for sure so we're all in agreement here <laughs> it's just stronger in every aspect their vocals actually get to st- shine here and I enjoy the chorus more so yeah I think yeah we're all pretty much in agreement in terms of how much we like Oh My Summer way more than um, Boogie Up so moving on to uh, the next song called My Type okay so I'm gonna sound like Jacob, but this was one of my favorites. <laughs> I love this song. Like, uh, it just makes me so happy. Like, I love just the cute, feel-good girl group songs, and I love this. Like the, like when they do the "Yeah, you're my type" part in the chorus. I just, I love it. And I think XE was really good in this, except for her like part before the bridge, where it just all of a sudden like, just like there's like a breakdown which is so random and they didn't need it but if it was only for like four measures like it made no sense but it was fine and then like at the very end they did like a chanting kind of thing i was like okay we didn't need this but i think like the first like first like two and a half minutes of the song are just like i love it the chorus i just i love it i could listen to this song on repeat i thought the first half was pretty good um, this is probably my least favorite song on the CD. Yeah. It's not, it's well, not like a second bad song. favorite. It's not a bad song. Like I don't dislike it, but the the vocals where it's like my type, my perfect type is just I, that was not working. For uh, me. That's XE. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> um, XE is definitely a love it or hate it type of thing because she has that type he, of whiny voice thing going, yeah. a la Hyuna. She's, she's or, hit or miss. Like, like that's it. Yeah. yeah. Very it, hit or miss. It wasn't working for me at all. And then that breakdown that was. I don't know why that isn't a song. It was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of have to agree with you, Baron, that this is sadly my favorite, my least favorite song on the album. It sucks because it's done by Full Bloom. Full Bloom's usually the main producer for Would You Sonyo. They did all of the singles essentially up until this point, but it just sounds like, to me, this just sounds like it, this could have been any girl group, in all honesty. Like, if you if I just listened to this song, I wouldn't be able to pin down, oh, that's Wudu Sonyo, in all honesty. I mean, some parts definitely in terms of how they use the synths, but the chorus definitely kind of just feels like paint-by-numbers to some degree. 
yeah, I don't know. Full Bloom's kind of just been hit or miss sometimes. Like, they had a song that they did for Produce 48 that I wanted to like more, but just didn't end up liking as much. But, I mean, like, what they've done with both, like, say... Save Me, Save You, and La La Love at least were good, but yeah, this is another miss for on, on that end. Uh, Cooper, on the other hand, says, uh, this is the most Wuju Sonyo sounding song. It has that space pop feel with some disco funk vibes while keeping the summer vibe. Uh, the bridge breakdown is also a nice change up overall, an amazing track, so Cooper's very much in your camp on that. Uh, not not the old that one. <laughs> <laughs> Great song. That breakdown, no, it's a no. <laughs> Uh, next, we're on to uh, Let's Dance. So, okay, so. I feel like I have the unpopular opinion on this one. but this Okay, is, I want to hear this. I don't like this song as what? much. It's my sec. like, if we're not counting Boogie Up, like it's my least favorite. And it's not like it's a bad song. It's enjoyable, but it just, it didn't click with me. I don't know. It's like, the beginning sounds so hype. Like, I'm expecting, like, oh, my girl, checkmate kind of hype. <clears throat> and I just, I don't get it. I mean, I will say Exy was phenomenal in this song. Yes. Loved her in this. Like, this is where she shines, you know? And then, well, also, I don't really like saxophone in pop songs. Like, that synth that I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. Like, any like song that has album. that. Yeah, I know. Everyone's all about it. I don't know. I just, I can't stand it. Something about it is just, like, grating to me. So to have that, I was just like, no. And, like, yeah, this is the one song I don't think I could, like, sing like all the other songs i remember how they go this one i just i don't remember it yeah okay i have like the exact opposite opinion this is <laughs> this is i think by far my favorite would you song like ever of, just or, like... yeah of older photography <sighs> like, the, the first time i heard it i was like oh man th- this is amazing this is one of the best songs of the year immediately and then i've only grown to like it more since then um like starts off like just super hype with the rap in the beginning and it, it flows perfectly and then the chorus where they add in the sax to the chorus i like any song with this with saxophone in it instant 10 for me yeah and <laughs> the, the chorus is just so good it's one of the best choruses of the year i think and this is i think one of the best b-sides of the whole year like it's got to be like up there with omg checkmate and stuff for me hmm. Uh, so this was produced by Most Pick, who, it, no wonder I love this song so much. They did uh, Lavi and Rose um, by Eyes One. They did Maze by uh, G-Idol. They did Me by CLC. They did Focus by Kim Dunghan. They did Hocus Pocus by Bandit. They've just been freaking killing it this year, essentially. It, it makes sense when you list off all those other yeah, songs. Like, you don't like any of those? <laughs> no, it sounds a lot like all of them. Like, yeah, definitely. Um, and I like all those songs. Yeah, I like all those songs. Like I'm like I'm putting Most Pick on the uh, preliminary list for producer of the year at this point um another song that would have been a great single just like i'm a sucker for like again like drops can get very tiring um after a time but when they're good they're really fucking good and this is amazing oh i'm just again i'm just a sucker for this like really like deep like house type drop with a sax and everything just again it's not a sound that you really hear from (laughs) huju sonyo all too often, but I feel like it works well with them, despite it being a different. Like this is what I, this is what I want in terms of innovation or just testing the waters for different sounds, other than just like making the same type of magical girl type thing. Uh, 
Cooper is very much in our camp, Baron, where he says, uh, I've been waiting for Wuju Sonyo to release a Babyface sequel forever. <laughs> they finally delivered, and it's so, so good. <laughs> that corny sax in the chorus is amazing. I just love the whole sound of this. Also, XE starting in the song is a nice change-up. Yes, indeed. They do tend to get a bit formulaic in terms of how they proceed with uh, vocalists, but I feel like, yeah, it works having XE start off the song since it's very, like, I guess it would work well with a rap line of hers. So, yeah, XE finally gets her time to shine. Definitely. Uh, and closing out the album, we have Sugar Pop. Okay, this one was my favorite on the album, which, once again, I was like, I feel like I'm going to be the odd man out on this. Are you Nate or are you Jay? <laughs> <laughs> like, I love this song. Like, immediately when I first heard it, I was just like, this, this is exactly what I want. I don't know. It gave me kind of the same, like, feeling uh, that Twice as Strawberry gave me earlier in the year. Like, it's just, like, cute, but this was more dancey, more pop like more upbeat but it's just like oh it's just so cute i just love it and then uh dawan's part when she does the you make me crazy oh it's just so good like she doesn't mm. shine like they don't give her enough i feel like like that yeah, you, was, you'd you uh, think there's enough for everyone to shine in a 13 member group 10 member group but <laughs> yeah they that, that yeah. is that has been one of like their issues in terms of like not focusing on as many people as they should but yeah. Yeah, I noticed be- she did. She got some good distribution this comeback. I was looking to oh, see. She's, like, she, I feel like she's one of like not just like the vocal distribution in her lines. Like I feel like she's sort of been one of like the visual standouts or just like the focuses of the entire yeah. comeback almost. So. I remember during uh, the Oh My Summer live stage, she got a lot of time on that. A lot of screen time. A lot of lines. I was like, okay, I understand Cooper's because Cooper biases her. I I never understood it. <laughs> like <laughs> now he's just we understand. There. Now I'm like, okay, I get it. I see, I see it now. I've gonna... watched this live stage now of oh my. Oh, summer. live stage is worth watching. Definitely, the outfits for... are so good. Like, <laughs> oh, it just it makes you hate the boogie up one yeah, <laughs> more. Yeah. Let's see, what else did I have for this? Oh yeah, they do like a like cool little like whispering thing right before the chorus, and it's like a creeping. Like do, I just think do, that's do, so do, cool. Do, do, yeah, do, and then yeah. all of a sudden the chorus just hits you, and you're just like you're just jamming. I love it. I. Mm. I love this song. Like, I don't, yeah, I just, I love it. And then at the end, they do like the bridge, it kind of opens up and it gets kind of quiety. I don't know words, hmm. but, and then all of a sudden the chorus comes back like even harder than before. And there's like more vocal stuff going. I just, I think this was such a cool song. I loved it. Hmm. And I'm, I'm ready for you guys to be like, it's okay. Like, no, I, Baron, I actually thoughts? quite enjoyed the song as well. Good. Um, of course. I never really appreciated how good a rapper X is, but like, yeah, you shit almost, on her a lot. Oh, can we? Hear? Everything she puts out yeah, you can, is you just can, legitimately amazing. <laughs> like all of her lines, they're always some of my favorite parts of all the songs. And normally, like, I think I, I'm on record quite frequently as saying all girl group raps make songs worse. But I think that's <laughs> yeah. one of the only exceptions to that because I I really enjoy all of her parts and almost every song that I can recall her singing in. Um, and then. The chorus is, in the song is really fun. I like songs that have kind of like the repetitive, like one syllable words where it's like, ma, 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 ma. That, it's a lot of fun. Except yeah. you don't like mo, 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 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dislike uh... it. It's just, it's okay. <laughs> Oops. Um, so the, the song, it's, it's not one of my favorite songs. I like both Let's Dance and Boogie Up More, but it's probably my third favorite after those two. Mm. Yeah, this is another song done by the team of Olipop, Caesar Louie, and Haley Aitken. Um, 
yeah, it's it's a good song. Probably not as good as "Oh My Summer" from from them, but it's a great song to end it with. Uh, the one thing I do appreciate is like get a lot of like Red Velvet vibes in terms of how they use this in, like the sound effects and those like build ups in that sort of way. Yeah, that, that pre-chorus build up is probably one of my favorite parts of the song, just because it really is such a defining characteristic of like how they produce or how the song is delivered. So. Again, I'm just a sucker for anything that uses like really clever sound effects or like kind of like chiptunesy effects. It's like the one that kind of sounds like Donkey Kong or something. So yeah, just like there's a lot of clever details in this song, and as someone that really appreciates these, um, yeah, it definitely made the song for me in that case. Uh, Cooper's notes were: uh, this song is so fun. They do bubblegum pop so well. I'm also really glad there's no ballad on this album. Just fun vibes the whole way through. Perfect closer to the album. So. That closes out the track list, and we are going to get on to our uh, ratings. So for those that are joining us for the first time, how our rating system works is we rate out of a 10-point scale. Uh, We give a maximum of 7 points to the music, a maximum of of 3 points for the concept, so, so the visuals, the choreography, the outfits, album art, that sort of thing. So, um, Sam, what was your score? Okay, so... I feel like even though I kind of ripped apart some of the songs, I don't know. I still gave it a seven out of seven for music because I I loved this. I loved this mini. Like I was happy the whole way through. I mean, once I like start listening, like nitpicking, I mean, of course, I'm going to find things, but I can listen to it on repeat. It's one of my favorites of the year so far. Like I really loved it. However, for concept, I gave it a 1.5. Because I just, I, I'm, eh, it's a summer concept. And like I said, not a fan of the styling at all. So, yeah, overall an 8.5. Okay. Uh, so, as I said before, I'm, I haven't really been the biggest fan of Ouija Sonia in the past. So, this is by far my favorite release of theirs. Um, I agree, this is one of the better albums released this year. Uh, and both. Let's Dance and Boogie Up are going to go like on my best of the year playlists for the whole rest. Um, so two great hits. All the rest of the songs on the album are great. So I'll give it a six and a half out of seven um, for music. For styling, I agree that it was kind of basic uh, and kind of just okay. So I, I was going to give it a 1.5, but I'm going to boost it by one whole point because this is the best Luda has looked since <laughs> her silver hair in Dreams Come True. Oh. So Luda looks amazing, so plus one point. So that's uh, 2.5 and 6.5. So a nine. nine. So a nine. Wow. wow. Giving it a higher score than me. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> uh, on my end, uh, so I, for those that, again, are new, I split the seven points of my music between the single and the album. So for the single, I'm going to have a maximum of two points because I felt it was probably the weakest on the entire album granted it's it's nothing too like offensive or just boring it's just i feel like they should be a bit more ambitious in terms of what they're doing with singles um album i'm 2.5 out of 3.5 um i do have a lot of songs i do like but i feel like eh, my type was kind of a letdown in 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 that front especially being a full bloom produced song concept i'm kind of being generous with because i'm giving it two out of three because um that's mostly based on just like the I guess I, I don't mind or I, I'm not offended by, or I'm not bored by like the summer concept as much as other people are just because they all look amazing. <laughs> and I love this group so much and again like XE's XE with a ponytail is probably worth one point on its own in all honesty. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, it'll get two points just just for that. Uh, so that it's a total of six point five out of ten, oh, which ouch. again on mine is that's that's all right. <laughs> that, that, that's a, that's that's an all right score. It's like nothing too like, uh, like too bad. But I mean, I, I usually like, having high expectations for Udusonio every time they make a release. That's pretty much what I'd, I'd leave it at. Uh, Cooper. He, for his uh, score, he decided to give a 6.5 out of 7 for music and a 2 out of 3 for concept for a total of 8.5 out of 10. And uh, Nate uh, just left us some notes and overall score. So he said, uh, his comments are, uh, love all the music a ton, don't dislike anything on the album. MV is typical Starship girl group summer MV, super focused on visuals, but that's fine, not a negative to me. Uh, it's fun, which is what matters and matches the song. Choreo is also fun, but not as technical as uh, Wuju Sonyo is capable of, so they drop a tiny bit there. And yet he still gives it a 9.5 out of 10. Oh my god. <laughs> I really, classic. That is, yeah, that is classic Nate right there. So uh, I, let me do all the math real quick. So we have a 6.5, two 8.5s, a 9.5, and a 9. So dividing that by, that's what, five people? <laughs> so that rounds out to an 8.5. Uh, out of 10 for score so yep that's probably where it, that's probably a pretty decent spot for placing it on even though i gave it a lower score it definitely it, it's nothing too too like like offensive or just bad or whatever I just, again i have really high expectations for you Sonyo, so so what do you guys think of boogie up and the uh wjsn for the summer comeback do you like them changing up their style do you want them to go back to magical girl stuff please say yes uh, leave all your thoughts in the comments below and moving on to topic two we're on to uh not really i guess you can't really call this k-pop i guess this is more just like korean music but it's always nice to go to this type of music at least I think it's nice. So we're going to do a review of Cold uh, and his new album called Love Part One. So for those that aren't familiar with Cold, he is one half of the musical duo uh, that, that is off on off. They were used to be under uh, Tablo's uh, sub-label under YG called High Ground, but once High Ground... Uh, dispersed they kind of went off to do their own thing um cold and zero channel like the other guy like so cold is the main like performer singer of all their songs their channels the producer uh they're both part of club eskimo which is kind of the collective that um dingin and like other artists of the uh, his like friends are under that type of thing so again i know this isn't like your guys wheelhouse so i should be very interested in seeing what your your thoughts are on this this is very much a, a me and possibly cooper um type of album release so starting off we have love is a flower sam what are your thoughts on love is a flower okay so yeah this was the first impression of him so that was exciting. You know, it started off with like a piano and some whistling. I was like, okay, this is what it's going to be like. And then he like started singing. And I just, <laughs> I just like immediately was like, oh, it's going to be like this. <laughs> like, oh, is okay. that kind of album? <laughs> I was like, okay. Like I was, I didn't know what to expect. And then, like, okay. Yeah, that's really what I mostly what i had to say i mean like he had some really cool stuff going on like you know there's some strings there's piano i mean i was liking it more with each listen and i mean it's 
uh, overall the whole album is just so much better with headphones oh on, definitely like, in like he does so many cool things with the instrument like his voice <laughs> like ah but um and then it's like it was such a short song yet it felt like it took forever to end because the whole like last minute is him just like doing a chord and like hum it's like okay like song's over let's just i mean it's like an intro i guess yeah but yeah it was like a long intro but yeah that's i think similar to my thoughts on it so like i really liked how it kind of like started off very like minimalist and i thought it was just going to be like an instrumental track and i was down with that and i think this will be a re- like a repeating theme throughout both this album and the next album is that i like the parts where they're not singing so as long as they're not singing, <laughs> <laughs> but like when you start to again the, the danger territory a little bit but i really like the instrumental on the song i i love pianos i, I actually thought they did he did a really good job incorporating like nature and like those bird chirping sounds into yeah. the background um i really like that the the part where like the violin or some sort of stringed instrument pops in for a little bit that was good but like his vocals, they uh, they just don't work for me that much. So mm-hmm. I still like the song. It starts off really strong, and then the, the we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you if this is your first time listening to us reviewing Cold or uh, off on off type music, you should know that uh, this was probably one of the only album uh, off on off was like like a, a god tier album for me when I first listened to it like it was just like something I've listened I listened to like non-stop so like the 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 amount of weight that Cold's music holds in my eyes is just very immense so I had a lot of expectations going into this album and I just pretty much got what I wanted fresh right off the bat in terms of uh, what I expect from his type of production and his type of music so they make a he makes a very good use of just ambient noise in almost every single um, type of release um, or just these type of like ballady um, songs. Um, and I, for me, at least, the, the the string instrumental was very moving, just as much as the piano melody was. Um, again, it's just this type of like really emotional type of song that I really just resonate with. I'm basically, I'm just I'm an, I'm a fucking emo kid at, at heart. Like this is the type of music I listen to. Like I really yeah. Just, I guess, to take off, like, the YouTuber mask for a bit. Like, I really don't listen to K-pop all that much, in all honesty. Like, most of the music I listen to outside of just... I try to keep myself distanced away just so I won't get sick of it. So, a lot of the music I turn to is stuff like this, you know, stuff like Dean, or stuff like, I don't know, just more R&B type of music inside and outside of uh, Korean uh, artists. So, yeah, this is... I guess that's why I really, like, resonate with his music. Just, it, it's the perfect type of like I don't know like nighttime driving or just sleepy time music <laughs> or just yeah just that that type of vibe so um like in all honesty it reminds me of something like this song specifically reminds me of something that uh this one artist um that we covered on releases last week uh, Clara C she's like this old YouTuber like Korean American artist that she does a lot of like really nice vocalization and piano and string instrumentals so it definitely gave me a vibe of that maybe that's why I resonate with it a lot more on that front uh so moving on we have uh what does cooper think oh cooper didn't write um individual notes for this oh come on cooper he only does it for groups he really really likes (laughs) (laughs) he said this is like his album of the year yeah yeah this is funny i don't don't know why i don't know why anyway moving on to love makes me jealous so if you if the titles of the songs and the title of the album haven't sort of given you an indication of what the theme is here 
I mean, they should kind of give it away at this point. So, <laughs> Sam, what are your thoughts on this? All right. So, I'm trying to remember how this one kind of went. Uh, I mean, like, he had, like, I remember it started off with, like, kind of, like, a static synthy effect. Like, he does, he just does really cool things, you know, in the background, instrumentally. That's pretty much my, my big comment of the whole album. And, like, he has, like, a very, it had a very echoey sound to his singing. But, like, his singing, he, like, mumbles a bit and it like comes across flat and i i don't i i was i couldn't get over it i don't know and it's like he's having all these cool things happening in the background like there's like you know, like little arpeggios happening i'm like oh this is really cool i wish i could hear it and then he started rapping in this one i believe i think it's yeah. like the only rap in the yeah, album that's the only rap that he had on the entire yeah and album. like the rap i'm like okay yeah this is fine then he like ended it with this like hey or something and i was just like okay what was that <laughs> but i don't know but the one thing i really like i really like the last like 30 ish seconds of the song he's doing kind of like this harmonizing with the mumble and the falsetto mm -hmm. i thought that was really cool that's like the only time i was a fan of the mumbling was when he would layer it with kind of like his more falsetto sound like i thought it it created a really cool effect and you know they're very different sounds but together it's like okay like I, I see what he, I see what he's doing. I like that. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, I noticed that as well. Like my favorite part of the song was the way he utilized his background vocals. Like it seemed like sometimes background vocals, like they don't really like, feel like they sit well within the song. Yeah, he does a really belong. good job, like like binging <laughs> off them, and they flow really well. Um, especially like in the last half of the song, they just sound fantastic. But still, the voice is just kind of. Uh, I agree that the rapping was probably the best part of this, which I wouldn't have expected um it's just a kind of a chill song but it doesn't really do much for me again i'm just a really big fan of just like lo-fi like slow moving r&b basically just i guess to ex sort of put all of cold and off and off's music in a nutshell like this is the type of like music you listen to at like 12 in the morning when you're just off at late at night for no goddamn reason and that's me every single day so this that's why like this is this is my, my type of music personified in that sort of way I guess um yeah I get to this probably would be the most I guess signature of like the type of production and sound that cold and off and off would do um the rap verse definitely was kind of a surprise because he doesn't rap all too often but he's still really good at it uh, i mean because you, you usually get some type of like like guest vocalist or rapper to do that but he carry he more than carries his weight on the rap uh, verse so i don't know just i'm really even just into this type of like sort of slow moving um r&b hip-hop type music because it kind of it kind of reminds me of like what Tyler's doing like Tyler the creator like he released Igor and Flower Boy like this type of like sort of mellow vibe of like lo-fi R&B um, type of music so I guess yeah that's where I usually draw my comparisons in that sort of way uh, moving on we are on to uh, one of the uh, two singles off of uh, this release titled I fucking love you <laughs> I don't really know how else to go about it that's the title of the song but <laughs> what are your thoughts on that Sam I mean I thought this was a kind of a cool track the first time I heard it I was like eh no, the second time in like more I was like okay I really dig it I mean this seems so random yeah. on the album it was the only song of this style but I mean it was, it was a cool song I mean 
it sounds i it reminds me of something i can't remember i can't think of what it was but you know it sounds like you know there's just like this band they're just jamming and like he's just singing like you know like as if there aren't lyrics like he's just yeah. kind of improvising as he sings and i thought that mm. was, it was really cool kind yeah, of that's a really great way to describe it definitely yeah and then, um, the one thing that was kind of weird is just because he keeps saying, like, I really fucking I love you. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds weird. <laughs> like, English is amazing. Like, we will not slander like, Cold's English on this podcast. Yeah, like, it became distracting at a point. Yeah, it, like, it, it is kind of distracting. Yeah, it's just the gra- like, us as... As native English speakers, yeah, the, the grammar, the grammar of it. Yeah, I'm like, I see what you're going for, but it's, yeah, okay. Nice try. <laughs> and then one thing was, like, the last two songs were sh- so short. Like, they were both under three minutes. So this one then felt long. So I think this one's, like, four-minute song. But, like, the ending yeah, four just minutes and three seconds. Seem, yeah, the, mi- the ending doesn't seem to happen. And then, like, there's that guitar part that happens towards the end. I, I couldn't tell if it's in a different key. It felt like it was. Yeah, it's type of bit of a modulation there. Yeah, it just like all of a sudden I'm like, oh, whoa, okay. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it was a cool song. And then like as for the music video, I mean, it was it was dark. It was just like in a field, just kind of <laughs> going at it, <laughs> spinning remember, around. Yeah, I was just like, my first thought was like, oh, it's like the the BTS Save Me field. Yeah, Not to, like, yeah. bring BTS into this, but that was like my first thought. But he's just like. He's going, and then he's like running through the streets, and it's just he's he was going at it. He's know? doing his cold thing. <laughs> yeah, he was angsty, and I was feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did not like the song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like it could have been a good song, but I didn't like the the way it was produced. So it sounds like it's trying to like sound like a live recording. Like there's like a little bit of like echo effect on everything, or. It, it just it, it almost sounds like it was recorded in a room that wasn't sound treated or something and i assume that was deliberate but i didn't yeah. like that style um but i really liked like the guitar part and like the last third of the song that was the part that i was really jamming out to the whole thing but the whole like two first two thirds of it uh it just i didn't like any part of it <laughs> i mean i if i were to pick a favorite i mean i couldn't but this would definitely be one of them just because uh one it's this type of like brooding like bluesy like electric guitar driven type of song is it, it builds up on what he released last year um he had an uh he had a song called freedom that sort of does uh something very similar um in terms of the sound and he definitely builds upon it with this um I don't know, I, I, I like the sort of, like, raw, like, unfiltered nature of the song. Because, again, it's blues, it's so, supposed to be very, you know, impromptu and just, like, raw in that sort of nature. Like, his vocals are super, like, he's crooning and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love like, the, the way you describe that, Sam. It's just, it sounds like he's just saying random shit, just, like, and it, it, it fits the, the, the raw nature of that instrumental and just, I guess, just, like, the nature of the song that he's going after. Like, the harshness of it, like, the lyrics, I guess, in that way sort of fit. Um, again, that, 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 that interlude or, the, or that, um, sort of bridge towards the end where it, it does a modulation and that friggin', oh my god, the, the guitar solo is just incredible. Just like all this like crazy, just like blues riffs. Um, like the ending is just like has this nice like finger picking outro to it. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like, the music video definitely doesn't have much going on. I mean, you, you don't really need it, in all honesty, because I guess that's, the title says more than enough. <laughs> For It speaks on way more than any, I guess, music video would. But, yeah, it, I'd say I still find it interesting just because it's literally him in just, like, a foggy field. Like, I don't know I don't know where the hell he filmed this, but where it has that much fog, but that's a pretty interesting sort of music video. Um, uh, moving on to the other um, single that would that was released I don't really know which one the lead single was in all honesty because or I don't or I don't know if he's necessarily like prom- promoting it because this is just not the type of music you go on music shows for but he just released two music videos for this one for I fucking love you and one for Wadi do so what do you think of this one Sam uh this was easily my favorite song on the mm-hmm. album like this was the best he sounded vocally like I remember when it first started I was just like finally like this is okay his voice actually shines here and like another thing i love it's it's in three four which is i love songs in three four like it's one of my favorite time signatures mm. it just uh it just floats i love it like i i i liked this song a lot and then like how he start he does the chorus like down an octave first and then mm. when he jumps up in the falsetto i was just like yes like, that was yeah, that, like that was so good yeah, like it's I I don't know, I just I loved this like I really love the instrumentals. I, I made a note that it reminded me of kind of like a Zion T kind of instrumentals, oh, which I mean Zion T is like one of my favorites. I so, mean, like same sort of like same group of friends and everything, like yeah, like Fancy like, Child and like Eskimo yeah. Club, that whole thing. So I I was feeling the song, and then <laughs> the music video was <laughs> <laughs> that was something. Screen <laughs> and like. I'm guessing there's some there must be some lyric about like falling because it's like things just falling and it's like at first I was like okay this is interesting and all of a sudden it's like King Kong and it's like <laughs> it's like Spider Man and Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and then there's like a cat on a snowy car jumping <laughs> the cat just eats shit <laughs> <laughs> I was I was loving it and at the very end it's just like all these cute animals and there's like little drawn hearts. Yeah, that's the that's the <laughs> screenshot that Cooper picked. It's just like two cats that make a heart. Yeah, like I love this. Speaking of a cat, my cat just jumped. Up here. <laughs> uh, but like, I thought I I it was a fun music video at first. I was like, this can't be the actual music video, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, this has to be like a fan made thing. No, it's it's official. Yeah, it's the real deal. So, yeah. I I like this music video way more than the one for "I Fucking Love You." Yeah. Like, this one is. Um, the other one, I, I never want to watch that again. But this one is actually like, it was fun. <laughs> um, I, I like all like the weird references and stuff. And I'm anytime there's like cats or cute animals involved, I'm here for it. Um, yeah. So yeah. He actually, music- or last year, he actually put out a song called Your Dog Loves You. And the whole <laughs> music video is just like people like with their cute dogs and everything. Like that's probably like the best music video of all time if you haven't gone to see it. Like it was cold and then it featured Crush. So like that's cold, Crush, cute animals. Like what else do you need? <laughs> I'll need to check that one out for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Go check it out. I like the song as well. I admit the first time I listened to it, I fell asleep like briefly while I was listening. But <laughs> when I actually came back and listened again, I was like, oh man, this is actually pretty good. Um, like male, like falsettos for me are hit or miss. Like some people can pull it off really well. Yeah. Others can't. I thought that this was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, don't really have that much to say. It was a good song. Um, enjoyed it. But probably the best or second best song on the album. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, of the two singles, I definitely like Wadidu um, the most, um, just because I really feel like this might be Cold's best vocal performance out of all the music I've heard from him, in all honesty. Just the way, again, like you guys mentioned, just the way he interweaves the, um, his normal uh, octave range and the falsetto, is it's beautiful. Nothing short of beautiful, literally. Um, the, 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 I guess the, the, the song title is interesting. Uh, Wadidu, I... Google translated it. It came out. It came out to like an onomatopoeia sound, like like a clattering or whatever. So I guess it makes sense for like all like the visuals in the music video. Oh, that's that what makes sense. Oh, that music video is a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's like like Doraemon, Spider Man, The Matrix, like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. <laughs> like as someone that's a sucker for pop culture references, like obviously I'm gonna love this. Um. Again, just seeing him like superimposed and all this random stuff was funny. It kind of like Dean does this a lot in his music videos as well, so you can definitely tell like they're of they're cut from the same cloth in that sort of way. But yeah, I feel like this is easily the strongest song vocally that I've ever heard from him. And yeah, it's, it, this is why like if I were to show someone why I love Cold and his like his vocal style and singing so much, like I'd show them Wadidu as like a perfect prime example of this type of music. Um. So, moving on, we're on to Scent. Yeah, so pretty much kind of a similar comment of all. It's like, once again, loved the instrumental. When he starts singing, I'm like, <laughs> okay. I mean, he had the echo effect, was back in this song. He seems to like that. Um, one thing I noticed was like the, the second verse was better than the first one. He seemed to do more, like, you know, usually with songs, yeah. you know, you build the first and verses. second verse. Well, sometimes they do like a copy paste thing, you know? So I really enjoyed that. It was in this copy paste. Like the second verse, he was doing some more mel- melody stuff, you know, music terms there. Um, and it's, this was another thing I noticed is like, as the songs would go, I don't know if it's like his voice got better or like I just got used to it. But it's like, as it went, I was like, Okay, his voice isn't as bad as when it started. I think it's whenever the song starts. I'm like, oh, this is really like cool instrumentals. And then he starts, I'm like, eh, it's a bit of a letdown. But as it goes, you just kind of get used to it. And uh, yeah, I think that's about all I had to say with this one. I, I Similar thoughts for me. Like the vocals just aren't really doing it for me. I don't really ever listen to this style of music or this style of vocals. So it's kind of just like I'm getting through it. I will say something that really annoyed me in the song is part of the way through the song, there's like this pinging that happens. Yes. yes only in the right channel. So like, it sounded like someone was like pinging on pots and pans in my kitchen. And I like turned to see what it was. And like, I don't understand why he didn't put that in both channels. Cause it was really distracting. Yeah. Like I was listening to this on the train and I fell asleep and I, I woke up to this song and I'm just like, is someone like paging me or something? <laughs> <laughs> I was just super confused the first time I heard it. So uh anything else to say on it or I, I think that's about it okay um so yeah i mean yeah i don't have much else to say on this in all honesty as well just because yeah it's a it's, it's a good follow-up to um in terms of placement to wadidu um it's very simple of a song like it really just only has acoustic guitar and this like simple drum beat and that ping but i feel like it works well uh the sh- sort of echoey effect um is nice it's like this really like 
nice blend of like indie and almost like shoegazing in a way. <laughs> it's like that's what I, I guess that's just how to describe a lot of his music um, in general. Just like really just that type of vibe. So uh, I, was, I was still a pretty big fan of it. Uh, next we have uh, "You Don't Need My Love." So uh, same same comment as most of the other songs. Just voice at the beginning. Eh. By the chorus, I was liking his voice a little more. Um, he had some like percussion enter and. It sounded, I guess the song was a little bit faster paced than maybe some of the other ones. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of a nice change. Uh, and like he did more of that harmony with the falsetto and the mumble. I was digging that. Uh, he had some snaps in this. I, I enjoy some snaps in a yep. song. And, you know, he had some whistling at the end. Like I always enjoy that. Um, one thing I noticed the second chorus, he built off it. Uh, he had like some more guitar parts going on. Which I thought that was really cool. Once again, like with the last songs, I don't, I don't really like copy paste. Like I like it when they change, they add something new to it, so it's not just you know repetitive the whole way. But it's like yeah, it's like once again, I really like what he does instrumentally, you know. But his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm starting to sound like a broken record here. I think too because I agree with that. Like the instrumentals are really good, and I I appreciate songs that incorporate like guitar as well. And I I like the guitar. I like. But it's just, I, I just can't do the vocals. They're just not for me. But that's all I have. <laughs> mm. I mean, yeah, I, most of the notes I have to like highlight on are definitely the sort of guitar picking arrangement that they have going there. Um, and also between that and his vocal uh, vocalization and the melody that they wrote for the vocals, a lot of it's in a minor key. So it definitely helps bring out that sort of like brooding, emo, sad nature of the song. Like the song's literally called You Don't Need My Love Anymore. So this guy's just like, yo, what the fuck? What are you doing? Random nameless girl like why don't you need my love anyway like, it, it definitely sort of adds i like when i like when music theory and music um characteristics or how you write a song uh add to the emotion of that the lyrics are trying to convey that's probably like one of the best parts of music in general just how those two uh intermingle in that sort of way so yeah this is another uh standout song for me honestly just because i love the guitar uh in it specifically um the last two songs are ballads, so really nice uh, sort of emotional ballads to close out with. The first one is titled Endless Love. Yeah, so literally my first note is Ugh, his voice. <laughs> 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 like, but then like the other comments, like, you know, they had like like strings going on. It was so pretty. Like the instrumental was so nice. Like it had like nice, you know, soft piano, had these strings. And like my other my other comment, it's like his voice is ruining the panels. <laughs> and then I guess he brought back like the birds chirping towards the end. And then I guess another one of my notes is I guess there's like the last ten seconds are just kind of silence. Like there's just nothing happening. Like okay, yeah. Once again, it's like great instrumentals. Voices, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I agree completely. Uh, the instrumental is fantastic. Again piano the strings the bird chirping nature sounds i'm here for all of that uh his vocals i didn't i couldn't do any of that but then in like the last i don't know part of the song where he stops singing and it's just the instrumentals i'm back on board again <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely let's say that's another like sort of big element of it just like the that ambient noise and the bird chirping it sort of brings it back full circle with love as a flower just sort of bookending it in that sort of way which i liked again i, I as someone that's still a big fan of his vocals um he doesn't go into falsetto all too often here but i still think it goes well with 
um, I guess there's kind of a haunting ballad in some sort of way, just the way that it sort of builds up um, to that sort of resolution we get in the chorus. So um, not my favorite of the ballad tracks. That would actually be the the following one um, called Don't Leave My Lo- Don't Leave Me My Love. So Sam, take us out. What are your thoughts yes. on this one? So with this one, this one, I actually let out like an audible, like sigh of frustration when he started singing. Like it was just like a, uh, my gosh, but like he sounded like in my notes, he sounded just like a creepy guy, just kind of whispering in my ear. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that. And like, once again, loving the instrumental, his voice got better as the song went on, you know, I, either I got used to it or he was just, it was, it was better. I don't know. But it's like, you know, the stuff he does, like, you know, with the melody of the vocals, like, they're good. It's not, it's it's really just, I don't want him singing it. I don't know. <laughs> I call this, I, this is my, my thing, I call it, like, the Lin-Manuel Miranda effect. <laughs> if you don't know who Lin-Manuel Miranda is, he wrote, he wrote Hamilton and In yeah. the Heights, and he always has to perform his own his song. own music, yeah, or it's good. And but it's like he, he's not the he's best not, at it. He's not good. <laughs> like, give it to someone else who can make it shine. So like that was that was kind of my frustration of like this is good. Give it to someone else <laughs> to actually like. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the the first part of the song, like the first half or maybe forty percent, it's just I was, you know. Just trying to get go through the motions, get through the song, and then like right around the halfway point, like those strings come in and they like bring up like the the feel of the song, and I was like, oh man, is it gonna switch? I'm kind of on board for this now. And then like a little bit later, they just go away and it goes back to what it was before, and I was like, oh no, never mind, it's I'm out. <laughs> 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 so not the best ending track. I, I think I liked Endless Love better than this one. I mean, what sort of makes this song for me? I just I feel is. Literally, I can actually, again, he, his vocals, there's so much emotion in it, I feel. There's like the emotional buildup of the song, not just like the violin and string instrumentals kicking in, but again, just like, I feel, I feel the emotion in his voice. It's literally a song that's called Don't Leave Me, My Love, and I can sort of feel that sort of, I guess, desperation or sadness resonating from that, uh, his voice. Um, obviously, I love like the sort of like lo-fi hiss that he adds to it and it's got this like a really nice slow moving blues sort of feel to it in a way or just kind of like those old uh, kind of like the the feel of old of like people from like you know like billy holiday or like ella fitzgerald in that sort of way um and i specifically love the ending because there's a part of the ending that it kind of like leaves you hanging a bit like sort of waiting for like the final notes to come to come and like i really love that detail of it in that sort of way so i feel like the whole thing was just arranged so beautifully for me that it literally makes me feel emotional just hearing this song all the time in all honesty so yeah i feel like it left that much of an impact and that's why i felt it was a good way to end the entire album so we finished the track list on to our song ratings sam okay so for music (laughs) it's like literally all the points taken off is just for his voice i gave it a 4.5 for music like i feel bad it's not like the songs are bad it's just i wasn't wasn't into them and then for the concept i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna add 0.5 back to this just because there were cats in the music video i'm gonna give it a two, <laughs> i'm gonna give it a two for concept so overall 6.5 okay uh, Baron. I, I agree so 
the instrumentals are just so good. So I couldn't give it that bad of a score because I really do enjoy like every single instrumental for every track. Um, so I'm going to give it also a 4.5 out of 7. And then the styling, I, I really like the album art. Um, I kind of like that kind of like abstract, kind of like bright colors look. And then yeah. the music video uh, was great. Uh, well, at least one of them was. And so I'll give that two out of three. So also 6.5 for me. Oh boy, this is such a reverse. <laughs> <laughs> I am giving a 3.5, uh, a maximum of 3.5 for the singles. Um, mostly just because I love Wadi Do. Uh, again, I just, that, that was just a perfect summation of who Cold is as a musician for me. And uh, I hope it does well. I hope he comes to the US again. Freaking God. I The one time Off on Off came to New York City was when we were in Toronto for card and I was just in the worst agony that I never got to see. And they've never come back ever since because they haven't done off on off music in forever. So that's just like my biggest regret, like not seeing any of this live. Uh, album, I gave Perfect Marks as well, 3.5 out of 3.5, just because I loved every single song. I feel very rarely do we get albums that work as albums and I feel like each one of these songs flows so well um, one into another. Um especially between like the end like the beginning and the end so I, I love that attention to detail to how you arrange an album and I'm giving a three out of three for concepts because um mostly just because one that the album art looks amazing too um then freaking that, that, that the craziness that is the Wadi Do music video it's just it's so it's so him it's like this visual style I it's instantly recognizable for me in terms of his music so it's executed to perfection and this album deserves perfection which is why i'm giving it a 10 out of 10 this is the wow. first 10 out of 10 i've given all year it might be the only 10 out of 10 i'm giving all year so that says something like i'm usually the curmudgeon asshole on this show so for me to give a 10 out of 10 should say something about how much i love this guy's music uh so cooper he gave just overall thoughts on the album, he says, uh, This album has made me a full-on cold stan. His feature on Hayes's So It Ends and Off on Off really made me pay attention to him as a solo artist. The album can go on repeat over and over for me. I love every song that much. Uh, love is the Flower opens the album and sets the tone for the whole thing. I really love his almost slurred singing style. It sounds really unique with a smooth and spacey production on the tracks. It almost becomes hypnotic to listen to. Uh, he's a pr also a pretty good rapper. My favorite tracks are I Fucking love you what do you do and don't leave me my love so yeah, pretty much cooper likes all the same songs that i do uh, he says the two mvs are pretty unique and i really love the album cover too this is definitely going on my album of the year shortlist thank you cooper he <laughs> gave it a seven out of seven for music a 2.5 out of three for concept for a total of 9.5 out of 10 so putting the numbers into the machine and calculating the score that is gonna be an eight for cold oh. no <laughs> 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 you invited us on the wrong week i invited you guys on the wrong damn week like if we had uh if we had jacob on it would this would have been like throbbing like, this would have gotten like perfect almost in terms of uh how does he like the music but yeah i know it's not your wheelhouse but i'm glad you guys still managed to listen to it so uh what are your guys thoughts on colds love part one do you like uh the style of singing did you like all the visual elements do you think i fucking love you is a weird 
title track or something to say in a song. I don't know. Uh, I don't. It's it's funny. I'm, there's no way a song like this would be ever be allowed on on any like music show or whatever. Like, how would you even change "I Fucking Love You"? Because you know how they, you know how they ch- try to change the lyrics when yeah. it has like a brand name or whatever. Like, um, what is it? Like EXO's "Lotto" became like louder or something. Yeah. Or still stupid stuff like that. You couldn't really do that with this song, in all honesty. It's like, Wait, apparently, the, like, the Korean name was just I love you. It wasn't I fucking love you. <laughs> he, just, he just wanted to emphasize or for the people that are that are out from outside America or just our English uh, speakers. So definitely let us know all your thoughts on him, Cold, and his music in the comments below. And moving on to topic three, we've got more sort of uh, solo R&B artist music. We're going to do a review of Dunes, uh, today's uh, full album, mini album. I can't, I don't really know what it's classified as, cause, but it has 10 tracks, so it might be a full album. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with June, he is one of the members of PLT, a sort of hip-hop R&B music collective. Um, they're not a band or they're not a K-pop group. They, they make, they, de- they, they try to like emphasize that point <laughs> that they're not, they're not K-pop. Uh, so he's one of their, uh, vocalists for the group. This is his first release of the year. He's done other, uh, sort of, sort of minis and random singles throughout the past year or so. So he's definitely one of my favorite, uh, vocalists, um, from PLT and just in general. So, uh, starting the album off, we have 6 a.m., Sam, what yeah, are your thoughts on 6 a.m.? The time and a, the time yeah. period and the actual song. <laughs> yeah, I mean it it's an intro. Uh, it was it was groovy. I liked it. About like, you know, like halfway in, you know, the beat and the bass kind of kicks in. I was like, okay, I'm feeling this. Like I, I was excited going into this. I mean, I I know I know PLT. Cooper made me listen to them. So I have knowledge of them. Is Cooper now. just like the catalyst for you listening to like a lot of music at this <laughs> Pretty point? Pretty much. Like and Barry, both of you guys <laughs> get me to listen to a bunch of stuff. I go with it. But you know, it's 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 an intro. Yeah. So I thought this was a really good intro. Um, partially because there's no singing on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but- what do you have against June and Cold? <laughs> um but i really liked like the distorted piano like i thought that was a really cool addition to the song um it's an intro i liked it that's about Mm. all my thoughts again as a sucker for lo-fi like vibes just like beats to relax and study (laughs) to like literally this whole album is just that that entire like youtube freaking channel thing just like definitely got the lo-fi going on so i love radio static to start off the um sort of thing and as you mentioned the sort of distorted piano just like how like the chords sort of echo out in that sort of way just a really good intro uh cooper gave individual track by track analysis for this because he's the he's probably a bigger plt stand than me at this point and he found plt like way after i did uh so he says it's a solid intro with some lo-fi sounds and turns into a piano and array in the r&b track that reminds you of something hayes would include on her album i really dig it so if if Cooper's invoking the name of Hayes, that means he's going to like it a lot. I can already tell. Moving on, we've got Good Morning featuring Villain, who all the features of uh, on this album are all other members of PLT, and Villain is uh, one of the more, like I guess, hip-hop-focused ones, so it's interesting to see him feature on this like chill soundtrack type of thing. Sam, yeah. what are your thoughts? So, yeah, Villain, I think he's my second favorite of the PLT. Of PLT? 
Yeah. I mean, I thought his feature wasn't really necessary in this. Like, yeah, he was in it. Um, one thing that I thought was so interesting about this song is I didn't notice it the first time, but it fades in, yeah. which is weird. <laughs> like, you usually you, you know, never hear fade ins. Yeah, because I noticed music, the period. fade out. I yeah. noticed the fade out in the first listen, and I just went, "Are you kidding me? I haven't heard a fade out in like years." Fade outs died like fifteen. Yeah, years like ago. like that was a big thing in like you know like the seventies or whatever, and they didn't know how to end a song. And so at first I was like, oh, that's stupid. Like, why'd they do that? Then when I heard it faded in, like my second time listening, I was like, okay, sure. I guess, I guess that's kind of cool. So I make um, what else did I have? Oh, I got really excited when he started singing because I like, I like his voice. Okay. And after listening to cold, I was like, oh, this is a voice. Like, <laughs> thank you. Like, this is how you sing. And like, he was like scatting. Like, I was like, what is this? And then there was, there's this one part. At first, I thought it was a, I thought it was a tempo change. I thought I got faster, but I think it was just cut time. I think yeah. it, was, it was the same, but it just it felt it was just going yeah twice as fast. But I thought that was really cool. And it, it, cut time kind of fits on this type of R and B type of thing of especially with like him like scatting and like that's doing the vocalizations that definitely that definitely fits in with the vibe of the whole song. So yeah, Baron, uh, this this was okay. Like. <laughs> This is not re- really the kind of music I would ever listen to. Um, the vocals are just... It's not that the vocals are bad. It's just that I don't personally like that kind of style. Uh, I'm sure he's perfectly talented. But no, no opinion on that. Um, I, I didn't notice the fade in, but I did notice the fade out, and I thought it was... I didn't like the ending of it. And there's also like that weird part where like the music kind of like abruptly cuts out for a moment and then cuts back on, and then like it fades out, and I, I just didn't like the ending of it. Um, oh overall, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, in the fade out, it like cuts out. Yeah, and then cuts back in. I yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, that was that was awkward. Yeah. Yeah. So not not a fan of that. The, I the feature I thought was kind of unnecessary. Like it wasn't a bad feature. It just it felt like it was it didn't really need to be there at all. Um, overall, it was okay. I decent enough song. Okay, Sam, I'm glad you actually like his voice because he is he has one of the smoothest voices in all of the country of South Korea. Like that is like he is an incredible singer. Um so as someone that is a huge fan of these smooth R&B type songs, like this is this is as June as you can get. Um I, I like vi- the villain feature mostly just because it's kind of a change up for him. He usually does these really hype tracks. Like he's kind of a he's a he sings for the most part, but most of the songs he sings all over are just like really hype songs. So for him to do this like really chill type of song is like a really nice change up or just a surprise in many ways for him to sort of apply his voice to this and it it, it still fits or he he does a good job of tailoring that sound to it uh well. So I felt like yeah, this was a good um a good way to sort of start off the album. And I like the, again, the sort of like fade in, fade out type of thing kind of like plays in with the sort of whole like radio type notion. It's like, oh, you're just, you're, you're, you're randomly stumbling upon the song and just like it sort of starts in that sort of way and you're just tuning out at the end, that sort of thing. See, it's, I love, I love when they're creative in that sense. Uh, Cooper's notes were, uh, this is a classic mid-tempo PLT song. Uh, then the breakdown hits with some light scatting and a full jazz instrumental that I absolutely love. Villain sounds amazing here, and their voices play well together. So yeah, Cooper's just going to be like me, just like phrase every song, essentially, just because he loves June PLT. Uh, so we're on to Welcome Home. 
Okay, so I think this one was more, yeah, like a ballad. I guess that's what I have in my notes. Um, his voice, once again, I was I was loving his voice. And like that was truly all I have for my notes. Um yeah. this one was really short. I remember the first time I listened to this, it it's was like over. A like, little over two I, minutes. Yeah, like I must I think I was doing something else and I wasn't really paying attention. All of a sudden it was over. I didn't write anything. I, I missed the whole song. But I mean like yeah, it was a good song. Like his his voice was the focus, and I, I was digging it. I like his voice. Hmm. That's actually the exact same thing that happened to me, is that I was kind of, like, doing something else at the same time. So I started listening to it, and then I didn't write anything down. And then the next song had started, and I started writing down notes under this song for the next song, because I didn't even realize the song had ended yet. Um, but overall, didn't like the song. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, Welcome Home and 4 definitely blend into each other very seamlessly. I definitely have that experience as well. Um, but with this one, I specifically like how it builds up because it's pretty much just June's voice and an electronic guitar. And like the electric guitar is just incredibly sort of fitting. And yeah, you really don't need much else to sort of accentuate uh, the vocals here. Um, but again, this falsetto is incredible. It's good at it's just as good if not better than cold's falsetto so just really big fan of that uh cooper says uh sometimes all a song needs is a great vocalist and a guitar that ending gives me chills definitely just the way sort of it builds up in that sort of way is a lot of it just definitely memorable so uh next we have four yeah, so and about it's the four, it's the it's the fourth track on the album. You, <laughs> you, you clever. <laughs> I think like halfway through this song, I think I realized it's all in English, isn't it? The song, like I'm, yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah, halfway through, I was like, oh, it's English. Wait, it's still in English. Is the whole thing in English? Yeah, it's, yep. it was all in English. And one thing I was loving his voice. I was loving the instrumental. I mean, he's he's scatting again. And there's some snaps going on. I love I love a snap in the song. I think it's really fun. And um, I don't remember how this one ended, but I remember I was not satisfied. Like I think how a song ends is really important. And I remember because I was already frustrated about that one song that faded out. I don't remember how this one ended, but I think it was some sort of abrupt ending. And I was just like, "Are you kidding me? Like that's not it didn't it yeah." But overall, like the song is good, but my main focus was like I didn't like how it ended so it gave me a negative kind of feel of the song yeah I, I'm really not a big fan of like the the scatting like it it wasn't really doing it for me so <laughs> that that part is uh but there's like a nice instrumental part where he isn't singing totally here for that part <laughs> <laughs> so it's not awful um I mean like I do like this, these instrumentals and his voice isn't bad it's just uh, it just doesn't do much for me so this is another just meh this is definitely the most traditional like 90s r&b sounding song um on the entire album and it's someone that grew up on that stuff it, it's incredible like you can you can definitely tell the influence he's pulling from a lot of american r&b artists just the way his vocalization goes or just the way that these instrumentals are presented it's definitely and in heavily influenced by what they were doing over here in the u.s um I really do applaud him for singing the entire song in English. I did not expect that at all. And I feel like, yeah, the, the chorus is probably the strongest on 
the entire album just because I love like that build up into the falsetto. Like it's uh he could he he can sing me to sleep at this point. Like his voice is so good. Oh man. Uh Cooper said, uh I was not expecting a full English song. I didn't even know he was fluent in English. Yeah, same. I really didn't know. Cause they've never they don't do English. I mean, yeah, they they do English like your spatterings like they do in all K-pop songs, but I mean, he he he's never done a full English song like this before. So, uh, Cooper says, uh, "I love how he can make a really simple production work in his favor. Just some light piano and some snaps, and I'm completely captivated by the whole song. This is for sure one of my favorites on the album. I agree, Cooper." Uh, next is Waltz, which features Gaho, also of PLT. Yeah, so Gaho's my favorite member of PLT, like hands down. Like all my comments are just pretty much just like Gaho's in it. I'm happy. Like when they were like harmonizing together, I was just oh my like, god, I was, I was loving it. Like I love Gaho. And one thing I thought that was kind of it, it was fitting. It's called Waltz. It's in three four. Yes, I love three four. It's in three four. I was so happy. Like it makes sense. Happy. Like I, it doesn't take too much to please me. I guess with this, this song. Um, the tape sound came back in this, like the whole kind of like cassette tapey kind of feel that they had, I guess, in the intro. It kind of made its way back in this song. So that's kind of cool, you know, keeping the consistency in the mm. album. But yeah, that was my big thing. It's like, yeah, Gaho and 3 4. That's all I need. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah. I remember when we did the, the PLT listen through in Discord. Um, I was not a fan of like almost anybody who was there, there but. <clears throat> when it came to the Gaho songs, I was like, oh man, this is actually really good. Yeah, so, like, he's so good. He has a powerful yeah. voice. And, like, yeah. uh, there's a lot of those, but Gaho is incredibly <laughs> powerful. Yeah, so like, I wasn't here for almost any of them, but all the Gaho songs were great. Um, I love his voice on this. I, I agree that the, the way he harmonizes is really good. Um, the song's quite enjoyable. It's not my favorite song on the album, but this is a very good song, and I have no complaints about it. <laughs> Uh, as someone that's a sucker for again like lo-fi sort of sound effects especially freaking cassette tapes as someone that's a weirdo that collects k-pop cassette tapes um i love i love those sound effects uh for songs um again like you mentioned sam using three four since the waltz um like the second like the second i realized that i just had the stupidest smile on my face when i was the first the first time i listened uh, yeah i did to, the same like i saw it was called waltz and i was like it's going to be in 3-4, right? And then it was, I was like, okay. <laughs> Good. So I feel like this was the perfect song for Gaho to feature on, um, specifically. Well, one, because the, the vocalizations that they both do are just incredible. The way they harmonize and interact with each other in terms of vocals is insane. For a group that mostly makes its name known for like hip-hop songs, they have, they have some of these incredible ballad singers on here as well. So yeah, that's that really made... Um, this song for me just the way that they interacted with each other vocally um cooper says uh when that gaho hits though <laughs> that's in, no that's his first line. He says, we seriously do not have enough gaho tracks their harmonies together are incredibly beautiful that alone makes this my favorite song so definitely cooper cooper's the good indication of taste here uh next we're on to uh, the lead single off of this album entitled Tonight with a comma after it for whatever reason. Yeah. Tonight, so what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Tonight, what? <laughs> yeah, well, this was random. 
uh just like with the other albums like the title track was kind of random but yeah it's like new jack swing i was like okay like it was just so upbeat and i was feeling it um i mean at some point i got a little bored i was like okay all it has is it's new jack swing and then like the the some it's part in the chorus where he does like the da 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 hey i i i was like the way he says hey i'm just like that is so like not that good but (laughs) and then i remember i was when i was listening to the song like i I was getting kind of bored i was like okay it's leveled off then all of a sudden like the bridge like got like weird yeah i was like oh okay like I'm feeling this. And then I remember in the music video, there's like a dance break that happens, but it's too dark to even see what they're doing. Yeah, that pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and the music video, music video was really cool. It was weird seeing a New Jack Swing song in like high quality. Yeah. Normally they have like the grainy, like, oh, it's the 90s effect, or this was like perfectly clear. Uh, like, it was weird. It was interesting. It was different. You also don't see him in the music video till like, I feel like, over a minute into it i was like oh there he is and yeah i don't remember if there was like a story happening there's just a bunch of partying i remember there was a girl like yeah it was a music video uh i really enjoyed the song this is one of my two favorite songs on the album um really good sense uh and i like good sense um the instrumental that opens the song is really fantastic the the weird part with like the distorted vocals uh, i don't know about that like that didn't really make sense to me hmm. and then as a general question why is there a comma in the song title at the end i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh i really don't know why there's a comma but well i mean why is the album yeah. called today's like today's, today's what like tomorrow tonight's what <laughs> why are you leaving me hanging here the anticipation is killing me yeah. <laughs> Um, so overall, really enjoyed the song. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So again, I, I love New Jack Swing. Um, I was all here for it when uh, EXID did Lady. Uh, so I'm all here for it for June. Like his voice is just per- tailor made for this type of uh, genre. Again, just he loves that '90s vibe. So no, it's no surprise he would have done a New Jack Swing song. Um, I'd say in terms of singing i guess it it's not necessarily as impactful because he doesn't he he likes to belt in some songs but i mean you can't really do that all too often in a new jack swing song like it just doesn't really like fit that well but i mean i still love the vocal performance nonetheless um you can definitely tell that they have a limited budget with how the music video came out because it's pretty much it literally just takes place in like a basement or something (laughs) like they just it's just one set they probably filmed in like a couple hours i mean you can definitely tell but yeah i I wish the music video was better because i wish the music video matched how much i love the styling because he's got this crazy well one his hair looks great just like the like blonde highlights with like the sort of shaved like dark like sides Basically, like every Korean like guy does that nowadays. I was gonna, I was gonna say his hair. I did not like. <laughs> really, I like that. I'd love to do that hairstyle if I could pull it off, but I'm too scared to dye my hair. <laughs> and also, Asian hair is just like a bitch to dye. So, um, also, he has it like in the music video. He has this like colorful, like 
rainbow striped Balenciaga sweater on, and I'm just like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so that is so New Jack Swing. That's so '90s. It's like a Coogee sweater <laughs> or something. So, like, the styling is incredible. Um, even like for the girl, I guess it just looks like something from the time period. Um, the vocoder breakdown was just probably the best part of the song for me. So that's definitely what sort of salvaged, I guess, the parts I didn't like as much. Uh, Cooper says. Uh, I knew he'd do a New Jack Swing song as a single. Uh, this doesn't disappoint. His song, his voice fits the genre so well. The envy is super 80s and f- fun. Love the color grading and throwback vibes. Uh, moving on, we've got Letter, which features uh, Moti and Jung Jin Woo, also from PLT. Yeah, so they're like my least two favorite members of PLT, <laughs> especially Moti. Like, mm, I, he wasn't like offensively bad in this song. Like... <laughs> My first, His voice, like, you love it or you hate it, really. Yeah, like, this, I was like, okay, this is fine. Like, this wasn't bad. Like, there have been other songs with him. I'm just like, I can't listen to this. But, you know, he was fine. Um, I, this is kind of the point in the album where I was starting to not care for June's voice as much. Like, I felt like he used all of his tricks early <laughs> on. Like the first half. <laughs> yeah, so, like, the falsetto now, I'm like, I... I'm not feeling it anymore. He's scatting again. I'm like, dude, you've done this twice now. Like, it's you've done it. Like, you need a new trick. And he's, yeah. And then uh, Jinwoo, um, I thought he was good. I thought I liked his feature. Um, I thought his falsetto was better uh, than June's. So, I th- that might have also made me start realizing, like, okay, I'm not. I don't know if June's falsetto is as good as I thought it was, but yeah. I, I really like the song. Uh, who was rapping at the start? That's Moti. I don't, okay. Moti. I, I really the like rapper. Jung Jin Woo is more of a... Jung Jin Woo is kind of like villain where he, he's mostly a singer, but he does like more hype tracks, like like electronic music as opposed to villains, like hip-hop type sounds. So, Okay. Well, I really like that part. I thought it was a really good feature. I like both the features, actually. Um, this is my other song that's my favorite, along with Tonight. I don't know which one is my favorite, but those two are standouts for me Hmm. um it's really good there's like a little bit like a different feel to it than a lot of the other songs on the album yeah um and i thought the the features just they made good use of the features on the song so definitely a fan this is another good song for me i moti just freaking kills it with that that opening verse i was surprised that they'd start off with him but um and i mean jung jin woo did a great job i love his voice as well i just wish there was more vocal interaction kind of the same way that um like june and gaho had on waltz like they really just kind of stayed isolated in their own sections of the yeah, song yeah this was really it was like it was moti then it, yeah, was, june, then it was june then it was Jin. it was yeah. just they, yeah there was no interaction yeah I, I i like that part especially with features so i feel like they could have done a bit better in that but i mean it's it's nothing that really kills the song like too much for me just i wish it would have been better if they did have more of that interaction uh, Cooper's notes are uh, this is Moti's best rap ever whoa <laughs> uh, shame about his album though uh, he says uh, I have trouble differentiating June and Jinwoo's voice sometimes they, they're they both sometimes but they both definitely sound great here uh, this song has a really good groove to it and I love the chorus definitely love the chorus uh, next we're on to Heaven yeah so I said this was nice you know had some piano that was nice. You know, he's like harmonizing, kind of layering uh, vocal, like with himself. I really like it when singer, when singers do that. You know, they add another layer vocally on top of themselves. Mm. 
you know, it adds more, it kind of becomes a more fuller um, sound. Uh, once again, like my note at this point, I'm over the falsetto. Like it was starting to hurt my ears at this point. I was just like, it's just like either it's like too airy or it was just hitting me in a way where it's like, I was just kind of over it at this point. He's, he's done it too often now that it's, it's <laughs> lost. It's lost the effect. Plus I liked holds falsetto more okay. than June's like, they had the opposite problems. Like when cold was in the lower register, I was not feeling it. Like when June's in the, lower, the register, lower register, I was good. like, I was like, this is good. But like, and yeah, the falsettos. Yeah. I liked colds more than I liked falsetto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. By, by this point in the album, I was kind of just like over it in general. So like, <laughs> it, it's not a bad song, but I wouldn't have wanted to listen to this to begin with. And after already listening to like the whole album, especially after liking the last two songs and then this yeah. one kind of being back to his, his previous style, it's like, eh, uh, I'm just waiting for it to get over. I'm I'm done with this album. <laughs> yeah, in a way, it's like it's not a bad song. It just kind of get kind of gets overshadowed by other songs of this style just being like a hundred times better so like this just kind of just ends up being like the run to the litter in a sort of way especially at this point like in the listening experience but i mean i i still like the falsetto parts uh personally um cooper yeah definitely kind of started to tire he just literally just wrote beetle for production and vocals again yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, okay so moving to the penultimate track we have 12 a.m my favorite time of night (laughs) yeah so we started at 6 a.m we got to 12 a.m so uh yeah i made a note once again like when he's in the lower register you know i was really feeling it i think this might have been my favorite i was i was it was chill i was jamming um you know there's a lot of sound effects that were going on because once again i guess he's kind of bringing back like either like the tape recorder sound like some sort of you know static yeah kind of like it almost kind of reminded me of like a vinyl sound at some point mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool you know, like yeah yet i really like the atmosphere that was created with this song and i'm guessing because like the next song is like i guess a bonus yeah. song that this should have been how it ended and it would kind of lead back into the beginning nicely so i kind of kind of hate that they added like an extra song it's like it would have made sense to end right here mm. but yeah i really liked how this i like this as an as an ending to the album that's like a pet peeve of mine in k-pop in general is like whenever they put they like make a thematic album start to finish and then they throw bonus songs on the end that just completely ruin it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just it's not it it doesn't yeah. fit like well with what the rest of yeah. the rest of what's being presented yeah like even if the songs are good like the one that comes to mind is i use modern times i was gonna like, say repackages when they yeah, just yeah. throw in a song at the end on the repack yeah. and like, well, I, i'd rather i'd rather they throw it in at the end than what some albums do like what Lu- like i think luna's done this before or no maybe twice has where they just they throw the new songs just randomly in between like, like, yeah. i'm just like what the hell is going on here this doesn't make sense yeah like on on Taeyeon's my voice repackage that they actually put the song in a correct order that the album still flows well and i like that but anyways back to the original song i feel like it's a good way to end the album it would have been a good way to end the album yeah it kind of like ties up the themes of, of the album pretty well and i do like how the album flows start to finish but the song itself is just kind of eh, like my own my only notes i wrote down are meh like <laughs> it's a good way to end, end the song but that's all i i got yeah, I, I'd say yeah, most of my notes were just how nice it sort of tied together everything thematically, like you guys mentioned. Um, yeah, it's 
bringing that album full circle again just definitely is a big plus in my book for again we don't really get this in k-pop or people don't really usually k-pop albums are just a smattering of singles whereas yeah this definitely uh june put a lot of thought into uh, arrangement and just theme so i I felt like yeah this would have been a good way to properly end the music or the the entire album uh cooper says yeah there's some cool tv sounds at the end (laughs) 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 i think he likes it still (laughs) but yeah and the actual last song on the album is uh the way you feel inside band version very like lewd tile title but yes um (laughs) (laughs) so the first thing i was like okay band version so there must be an original Original version version, which i did check out so i was comparing the two i I don't know which one i like more i think i like the band one more but it's like i like i like the beginning of the original more and but i like the ending of the band one more so at first i was like i was digging it i thought it was really nice uh he he, uh he does like the scat he was still doing that (laughs) he's doing a little scuba duba scuba (laughs) duba going in there and then like you know the band comes in and then like i remember i had the i think i had this happen like yeah with uh tonight yeah or this one like it kind of leveled off and i was like okay you know the song's going then like all of a sudden like this like electric guitar just like goes (laughs) in like it just like goes off and like, <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. And then, yeah, whereas like the original kind of had more of like an opposite effect where it started off stronger, it had like a little like dubstepy kind of vibe to yeah. it at one point where I was like, whoa, this is weird. But then it just like leveled off and didn't come back. Whereas like I liked the band one where it's like, it, it just all of a sudden just goes. <laughs> so, like, it really mm. like threw me off, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. So, so I had the same thought, like when I first saw the title, I was like, I wonder what the original version sounds like. But then after I listened to the band version and I realized that the only things I liked about the song were all the band parts, I just skipped listening to the original parts. <laughs> 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 but that said, like, the, I really dig like electric guitars and music, but like, especially in K-pop or like, even though this isn't K-pop, Korean adjacent, um, they're so rarely utilized. And I thought this was a really good use of electric guitar. So definitely here for that. But the fact that like it feels like half the song is just him scatting, I, I <laughs> at this point I was completely out on that. So overall, I actually like the song better than a lot of the other songs on the album, but it's purely because of the band parts of it. And it's a good song, but I feel like it's a bad way to end this album. I mean, I, I love that sort of uh, ad lib nature that you get with a lot of these like jazzy type songs. And definitely fits his vocal uh range and the type of like vibe he likes to go after so yeah just i did go back or i had some familiarity with the original version of this song and it's it's incredible just how much an instrumental can completely change a song i mean i've mentioned that before with like the um with like do 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 doing uh the remix or um every day's remix by winner like just how much like that instrumental really just carries i guess the sort of feeling that you get where the sort of like genre you get with completely changed genres um essentially just yeah where it's more of an electronic vibe the original song just like it has like kind of a drop towards the uh the chorus whereas this is yeah definitely just a completely different like vibe to it um yeah, I feel like yeah, the band accompaniment is definitely the highlight of it. 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm being a bass player myself. I'm a sucker for anything that has a really sexy bass line. But specifically, the drum parts, the drum fills are just like butter. Like that was great. And I, I love vocalizations. Obviously, being a fan of this type of music. Um, yeah, I have no intention of listening to the original version anymore. The band version just completely <laughs> blows it out of the water. <laughs> uh, Cooper says. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs on the PLT albums and this rework uh, completely blew me away still uh, the band instrumentals especially the drums add so much new variety to the song an excellent way to close the album so yeah Cooper's pretty high on this one too so having finished the track list let's get on to song ratings again Sam what are you giving June's today so for the music I gave it a 5.5 and uh, I, I was more I was happier with this musically than cold's album even though like cold did instrumentally cooler things i was vibing more with this thanks to june's voice and then for concept i, I really didn't know how to like yeah and it's hard to score song. concepts when there's no, like, I, I gave it a two because i'm like yeah. you know it's 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 a two like there's nothing like too extremely awesome and nothing too extremely bad like it so uh 7.5 is the score okay so i did not like the song as much or this album as much as cold's um, the, the songs just didn't really do much for me. There's a few standout songs that are good, but they're not good enough to make me want to listen to this album again, so I probably won't. So since I just rate things based on whether or not I would like to listen to it again, I'm only going to give it a three and a half out of seven for music. Oh, man. <laughs> Cooper, Cooper um, just dies. <laughs> so, Cooper just had a heart attack Barry, Barry in the middle of Target somewhere. <laughs> apologies for being the Grinch on this one um the concept I agree it's kind of hard to like rate stuff like this I I didn't like the album art that much but the music video was okay um so I'm gonna give it two out of three for five and a half total okay five and a half uh so for me I I still give it 3.5 out of 3.5 for um the single because I love the I, I just love his voice so much and him doing just my reaction when I first heard that it was a, <laughs> it was a, what do we call it? Like friggin' New Jack New Swing Jack song Swing. was just, I was like, Oh, that's all I need to know. That's really all I need to know. So, uh, uh it, it probably wasn't the best song on the album, but for a single, I completely understand why he went for it. And I'm still, I still enjoyed it. Um, Perfect marks again for the the album three point five to three point five. I loved uh, again. I love when you they put thought into the album. I love when you tie it in uh, just six a.m. and twelve a.m. and just how all of that flows together. Um, his falsetto and his vocals are just some of the smoothest in K-pop. And I hope he as well as PLT just blows up because there's a lot of like he's they're super just like underrated at this point. And I feel like more people need to listen to this because oh man, like I, I feel like like June could go on like masked singer and then just like nobody would know and then they he'd blow up hopefully because i mean he just has an incredible voice um and he really showcased it on this whole album uh concept i'm probably only going to give a two out of three for just because again it's kind of hard to judge this and also i feel like they could have done better with the music video but most of it's going towards styling and i guess just like like cinematography um in some ways just how they made it look really 90s so that's a total of nine out of ten for me 
Um, Cooper gave like a closing thought on all of this. He says, uh, the PLT boys all need their own full album, except uh, maybe Moti. (laughs) 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 Rip Moti stands, I'm sorry. Uh, Based on this album and Jung Jinwoo's Rotate, they can do so much more with a full album and lets them really shine. There's no songs here that I would remove or skip. It's a perfectly cohesive piece of work from start to finish. My favorite songs are Waltz, Four, and Tonight. Stan PLT. He gave seven out of seven for music and three out of three for concept. Four, oh. eight, ten. Four. Out of ten. You had to expect it. He is the PLT stand. Like, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> so, Sorry, putting all those numbers into the calculator, we get a total of eight out of ten. So, just <laughs> the assassination of PLT <laughs> of, of June and Cold. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> I would have had a we would have had a shiny if it weren't for you meddling kids. Hey, <laughs> you asked for it. I know, I know, I know, but it's still good. It's good for you to guess represent the side of like people that don't necessarily listen to K-pop normally, so they can sort of judge opinions or sort of gauge different opinions. So, what are your guys' thoughts on June's today album? Do you like this style of R and B singing? Do you stand PLT? Please say yes. Do you want him to do more New Jack Swing? Also say yes. Let us know what your thoughts are in the comments below. And moving on to topic four, closing out the show, we're going to do a bit of a discussion topic here. We, I, I usually like to do these to break up the monotony of album reviews. So we're going to do a bit of, uh, I guess, show and tell or just history on uh, both Baron and Sam's K-pop history. So uh, I actually really don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have said it at one point or another, but I just don't remember. <laughs> so I will be interested in hearing your guys' story of how you got into k-pop how you found us how you i don't know just how you are with k-pop in general so i guess sam you can start us off okay so if you know cooper's story you pretty much know my story it's very similar um so i was first well i guess I was first introduced to k-pop back when i was in high school like there was like a uh, 21 reality show or something that was like on my tv and I was like, oh, it's K pop. And I was in the How anime. did you get that? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what channel this was on. Like this like I just happened upon it. And I was I was interested because I was watching K dramas, I was watching anime. So I was like, ah, K pop. And uh I was immediately turned away <laughs> by 21. And I didn't know K pop. Like, not for me. Cool. And then like years later, like October 2016, the same it's the same thing with Cooper uh bts is of uh, blood sweat and tears that's that's what made me go like oh like i'm interested in this so i remember it was like that i want to say it was like also like twice as cheer up and blackpink's playing with fire like those were like my first like real introductions to k-pop and so for a while i was really just like bts like i was army i was an army like, i was an army for a, for a while like they were my first albums i bought uh, and everything and then I branched out more because I remember I was, I was still listening to just BTS and then like EXO's Monster just came on mm-hmm. like autoplay and I, I thought it was a BTS song at first I was like oh my god this is their best song and then I realized it was EXO and I was like <laughs> oh no that's gonna piss off all the EXO's and ARMY are gonna fight in the comments now how dare you but that's when I was like oh my gosh there are better groups out there <laughs> <laughs> and um so then i started getting into exo and i was, I was loving exo like oh my gosh like this is so good 
And then from there, I think I went to GOT7. I mean, I didn't really go to GOT7 for the music. That was when I started watching reality stuff. And like GOT7 was hysterical. I loved it. This is probably so funny for all the people in the Discord because I'm known for just really loving girl groups. Yeah, but like, yeah, this, I is, was, this is crazy for me, in all honesty, like, just hearing I, all this boy group love. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like girl groups when I first got into it. Like, I was all about the guys. I think after Got 7, I went to 17. Like, I, I was really hitting like all like the big like guy groups, third gen. And then I started, you know, getting more into like the second gen stuff, like Big Bang, Shiny. Uh, I have to like look at my collection to like remember. <laughs> like, oh, please the speak of speak of your incredible collection <laughs> here. I mean, you've got you've got Nate and I beat. I, I think. Oh almost. yeah, me and me and Nate have like a competition. I feel like with our collections because I think I I have to. I'm pretty positive. I'm over 300 albums. Oh. It's gotten. What the f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my girl groups finally like have finally beaten the guy groups, and like they've like way past the guy groups now in the number i have i need to update my spreadsheet i used to like actually keep track of it all <laughs> I, and should, I, got, I, I should and then i stopped but i really have to get back on it because yeah i don't i don't really collect guy groups as often i don't really yeah for some i don't know when this happened but i stopped liking <laughs> like when yeah. i first came into the discord i was a guy group fan. oh i feel like you're saying that i didn't even talk about them but like my old guy group right now is pentagon and like i was a huge pentagon like nut for a while like shine was is still like my song of last year (laughs) i think it's one of the greatest songs to ever be written in k-pop i love that song i'm a huge edon fan but now (laughs) so i was heartbroken when that happened it actually happened on my birthday when that that whole announcement (laughs) happened i was like worst birthday present ever (laughs) but (laughs) um yeah and i'm actually going to see pentagon on my birthday this year nice nice <laughs> really makeup, funny makeup. <laughs> yeah um so then for the girl groups it started off with red velvet well i guess it really started off with like twice like twice was my yeah. first like introduction to girl yeah. groups that's, that's they, were, introduction. they were cute and like I, I was so cliche boy group stand up like i don't like the cute girl groups like uh yep. i'm like i like my girl groups edgy I, I'm not make. I don't want to be like making fun of anyone who thinks this way. Like I was there. I get. Oh it. no, we can. <laughs> like, you haven't opened your eyes yet to the cute girl group. Yeah, that's you. funny because you're you're like the patron saint of cutesy girl groups at this point. I know. Like I preach it like all the time. So it's really funny to just think of like how I started because like my old girl groups were Red Velvet and uh, EXID, and like I liked them more for like the edgier, like more sexy. Con- I still really love sexy concept for girl i'm not a huge fan of girl crush concepts uh as much i was into it like at first now i think it's become overdone and i just i don't Mm -hmm. care for it as much but yeah red velvet was the big girl group that i i love i love red velvet they are my number one group i guess they're kind of tied for number one now it's i'm in a weird position now with my old girl group because i in the discord i'm definitely known for being the oh my girl fan like I, I love Oh My Girl. They're now tied, I guess, with Red Velvet for number one. Like, I went to their concert uh, when they toured in the U.S. I went to Why the, didn't they come to New York? I, <laughs> that would have been a lot more convenient for me as well. I would, I would have yeah. gone. I would have spent so much money to see them because I was such a big fan of theirs, like, stretching from, like, awesome. Pink Ocean. So. <laughs> so awesome. I Yeah, I flew out to California. My mom lives in California, so I stayed with her. She, I mean, we had a we had a drive because it was like 
in India. It was like Coachella oh. area in oh, the, so the that's like, that's literally the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nowhere to stay. Oh, was that yeah, a casino? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was at a casino, and I'm so glad I did that stop because on the tour, um, the concerts were only like I don't know, like either like an hour, an hour, hour and a half long, and then like the India one was 30 minutes longer. And I was Ooh. like, wait, does this mean we're getting more songs? And sure enough, we had an entirely different set list. Like, oh wow! Oh yeah, and I should also probably also say I was front row for this concert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got front row and like the <laughs> VIP package, meet and greet, everything. So I got to do the high touch. I took a photo with them. It was incredible, and I, I also a won a signed photo there because I guess the VIPs were like entered into this. So I got a signed Polaroid of Vinny. Ooh, she's my second or she's tied for second oh, you know? Benny's my bias probably so yeah Benny's my mom's bias that was the other thing I went with my mom <laughs> we were front row together she had never listened to k-pop it's me and her and a bunch of older men it was great. <laughs> that'd, be me. that'd be like me I'm like the it's like the I don't know just like weird random ass dudes yeah. that just go see girl groups I guess so yeah but yeah we got this entirely new set list it was awesome like we got one step two step which is like my favorite one of my that is a top five K-pop, K-pop song of all time. I love that song. Yeah, we got we had so much. We got a Yua uh, solo stage. She did Havana, and I, I have a fan cam of that on YouTube. Like everyone, like literally everyone does yeah. freaking Havana cover stages yep. for whatever reason. Yeah, and that was the other thing. Yua's spot was like right in front of me in that concert, so I had so much interaction with her. And Yua is my bias at this point like she is hands down my bias yeah you've literally yeah. had an interaction with her like if you if she wasn't your bias like i don't know <laughs> I don't at know that point at that say. point he was tied with hyo but like i had, i didn't get much from hyo that concert so i'm like okay you uh you was number one now <laughs> i did get uh a, i did get a selfie of hyo though she did take my my phone at one point as well i got uh you hyo Vinny, and Aaron. Like those are the four I got. And then I got a Jiho, just like she bent down and like waved. Oh. And then I think I got a Mini like peace sign. I got nothing <laughs> from Sungi. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> me cool. and her were not on good terms. <laughs> she gave me nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> I just remember like in the first song, they did Secret Garden, and you would just like wave to me in the first song. I was like, this is going to be an amazing night. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> it was. And um, yeah, overall, that was, that was like an amazing concert and oh my girl is like shot up now to like number one because oh my girl is i think a funny story for me because like i didn't care for them for a while like i was just like oh, they're they're a cute girl group back when i didn't i i was naive then <laughs> you know and um i remember me came out and i was obsessed like i was just like whoa <laughs> like I think it was like the Benny part when they did it, when it sounded like there wasn't a chorus and then like Benny just repeats like the first part. I was like, this is incredible. This is amazing. And so I went back and I listened to all their songs and I had that moment of like, when you, it's like when you, when a group comes out with that one song that you just love, yeah. you just, you're obsessed with it and you go back and you just have like this new appreciation of all their <laughs> other stuff that mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Right. I mean, some of the stuff I hadn't even heard. Like my only other like oh my girl songs I really knew were like Secret Garden and Bam and Liar Liar like those are all I really knew. Wait, did you I, not I, know Closer? No, not at yeah, that point. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, Closer is like one of the songs. 
I know. So yeah, like, yeah, Cupid, I remember I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. I mean, that is like, now that is like my sound, like the like new goo kind of girl group debut song. Like I love, I love yeah. like songs that sound like that. So yeah, now I'm like huge Oh My Girl fan. Um, ben Branch, I'm trying to think what other groups I like. I'm looking at my collection. Um, really into Promise, love Promise. The whole Discord loves Promise. Yep, they're awesome. Stand promise. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I love Luna. Like, Luna's good. I have a a ton of Luna albums. (laughs) Oh, me too. Oh, me too. Yeah, you you have more than me. My fucking wallet, man. God. Yeah. It's. (laughs) Yeah, love Wuju Sonia. I have a lot of theirs. I have. I've finally gotten into Twice. Took me a while, but now I'm there. Um, I don't like Blackpink. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I'm also known for that in the Discord. I don't like Blackpink. <laughs> I don't really well, yeah, like YG. Well, yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Me and you yeah. are like the two people are like, yeah. mm, no, not me too. Me too, though. Like, I, yeah. I just, I can't at some points. And I get, yeah. crucif- I get crucified for it on the internet. And now you're, now you're welcome to do it in my suffering. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm going to get so many comments of all the things How I've said. How dare you? The queens. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, recently i guess not it's been a few months now i've been trying to get into second gen girl groups love fx like fx was another group for the longest time i was like i hate fx like uh <laughs> i didn't like um electric shock i think that's what oh, made me go like what? i don't like FX. electric shock is like the, their song i guess at this point like they're i know and i think that's why i didn't like them because that's the song that's like associated for yeah. yeah i mean that's it, it's their most popular one, but even, like, as someone that's listened to, like, FX pre, like, Electric Shock and post-Electric Shock, I, there was there's more stuff I liked better than that song, so. Yeah. And um, I like Electric Shock now. Uh, I have their um, Japanese uh, concert DVD, Docking Station. Uh, very good performance of that. Like, first off, everyone should just watch that concert. It's amazing. Okay. The Red Light, Red Light, like, rock version. Luna just goes off. It's amazing. <laughs> it's such a good concert dvd i mean there's some awkwardness in it because like sully's not there so yeah. they randomly like will have like a backup dancer be sully <laughs> <It's weird. laughs> i mean but, like... at some point <laughs> at some point F- sully just became a backup dancer with FX, yeah so. <laughs> yeah hard but, truth um, there sorry but <laughs> and, then, and then lately really got into girls generation which it's funny, you like better. took long enough, like especially I've been listening to this podcast for like so long. And, like, how did you didn't like, know? How did you even get into like Shirley Debacher? Or how did you find us? How did you find like the uh, community? Umu, Umu helped you guys, I think, with the YouTube algorithm. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's how I found out. Uh, it was recommended, and I saw Umu, and from React to the K. So I was like, oh, what is this? And so I, I think it was like the unpopular. Okay, yeah, that's like their most viewed video. So I think that was the video that popped up, and I watched it, and I I just started listening because I like. Well, for one, I don't really have K-pop friends like in the area, so I don't have much like many people to talk to about it. And I like I enjoy. I also I just enjoy listening to people talk. I think it's like I like doing that more than listening to music in my free time. Okay. So I would yeah. just like play you guys like I was getting ready or just like before work. And, you know, I learned a lot that like you guys have become like a big part of my K-pop knowledge. And like if 
finding other groups and just knowing some history stuff. Mm. So that was pretty much how I found you guys. And then you guys kept talking about the Discord. So I remember I was like, oh, I should do that. Like, I don't have K-pop friends. Like, this could be a way to, like, meet people. And when I joined, well, for one, you guys had, like, the card logo on there. And I was like, wow, <laughs> is this the Discord? That's who still likes card. Oh, God. Yeah. That's what I still, I like, I still liked card. I mean, Nate yeah, Jacob will like, stand card until death, play. but. And, like, there are only, like, 11 people in the yeah. Discord. Yeah. <laughs> And I just it's like, definitely blown up since then. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, we're like over a hundred now. I mean, there's not a hundred people talking, but there's a hundred. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I joined. Keep in mind, <laughs> Nate didn't want a Discord at first. I just I was telling him from like day one, like he was like, I feel like the Facebook group is going to be the best option for us because I mean, like we found ourselves through uh, we found yeah. each other through a, like the kind of funny Facebook group, so we felt that was be the most effective. Uh, means of sort of setting up community but I'm just like trying to be instill it into him just like yo discord is where you make communities nowadays like that is where that is literally like it's like Facebook Reddit like YouTube comments and I don't know like live chat twitch chat all at once and I'm just like this that's where you like hone communities in and I'm just like I never expected like our discord community to ever like blow up to the degree that it is now it's so I'm pretty impressed in that sort of way and you've been, you've definitely been a big part of that just doing songwritings and all you, you work harder than we do at some point so I, don't <laughs> I don't know why we don't pay you why do you do this yeah the songwriting thing is funny of how that even started because it's like there was a reddit thing that did it it was like and it on- wasn't even the k-pop subreddit it was no it was our pop heads yeah, yeah pop heads pop he- are you do, do you guys go on pop heads because i i honestly don't because yeah, i mean i, I don't I really do. listen i know like, but like it's just like all carly ray jefferson i'm just like okay <laughs> yeah, i mean, I, I don't listen to her heads. music all that much but i mean i know cooper's really into her but i mean yeah that's, that's funny uh, that pop heads and k-pop they, they've been trying to get me into crj i, I think Coop and I are, are like the two big crj advocates on the server or like american pop in general coop and i both like it and no yep. one else does Oh, me, me, me to some degree. Yeah, like, like I, I'm usually with, with American music. I'm usually it's just it's one extreme for another. It's just like some pop artists and then just like hardcore freaking like hip hop stuff. So nothing in between. But I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm glad that we, we decided to take you on as a mod because one, there's a lot, a lot of people, and two, you do a lot of stuff for like song ratings or whatever. But yeah, I needed to pin things. That was the big. You needed to pin things. Like, I forget, I think I did like one or two. The first two song ratings were just so badly done like looking back <laughs> like one like my spreadsheet for the first rating was terrible one we did the we did the form as well the google form. oh yeah the google forms and like those are awful because they would lose people's res- like results results was, okay it was a mess like marlon and, yeah. redoing it like three times for- yeah, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> and it was already like the due date yeah. <laughs> like he's doing it yeah oh man i forgot <laughs> about that and um like the powerpoint for the first one's so ugly Oh, it's just so gross looking. And um, yeah, yeah, I couldn't pin things. And like, I was hand typing everything because this oh, was before God. Nate made the script for it. Like, bless him for like, <laughs> I mean, that's, that. his, that's his job. I mean, just like doing yeah. all the crazy coding shit that I don't understand. So Yeah, I've got a lot of people that like help me out behind the scenes now. Where it's like, yeah, the first time it was like all me. Now I've got like Fleur. She helps me a lot with finding songs. Like, bless that, because I remember the first one, I, like, failed, because I didn't know any, it was second-gen girl groups, I didn't know anything about second-gen girl groups. Yeah, so it's hard so I'm, like, to trying to find these down. songs. 
again. And then all these people are just like, oh, I can't believe you forgot the song. Why didn't you include it? I'm like, don't know. Yeah, I, didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like a week before it's due. I'm like, um yeah this that still happens though we'll like put put it out like a month in advance and then like two days before it's due someone has to go wait why wasn't this included we're like we didn't know we we just missed it but um yeah so i've got what helps with that jade helps me with the powerpoints now so helpful the powerpoints are like the thing i have the least motivation for because mm. it's like after songwriting's done, I am done. <laughs> like I'm yeah. like too much work. Yeah, you're doing oh. you're doing homework at this point. Like I thought I was crazy doing like releases, spreadsheets, and shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean mm. I enjoy it. Like it's all an Excel spreadsheet, and I love I love Excel. Like I'm all about it. <laughs> I don't know. I why. love all this. Why do people love Excel? <laughs> I like, hate Excel. <laughs> if this could be my job, I would be happy. Like. And I love just kind of like managing it all, like telling people what to do. Like, like <laughs> oh, you like being a boss. <laughs> <laughs> You're the so, Trinity Buck. Like, I think it's fun. Like, even though I, I always kind of play, like play off that I'm just annoyed and I make I hate everyone because they're always like yelling <laughs> and like because like it gets it gets so chaotic, you know. <laughs> every every rating, and I like that modem just like I hate all of you guys, but I, I love it. Like, I think it's really mm. fun, and mm. it's really brought a community. I think. To yep, the Discord. Yeah, there's a lot of people it's funny that like thinking of members of the discord like i don't remember like any of them before the song like the song, song ratings, ratings sort of, yeah like getting personality brings people into yeah, like, that be- sort of space yeah like before that the only person like people i really remember is like i remember rob just because rob always is rob. rob's rob <laughs> and i remember flixer like those were the two <laughs> i remember like pre <laughs> songwriting <laughs> but yeah. I mean, and uh, I, us? Like, do you not like remember? Like, I, it's like I mean, I'm in this random Discord people, with people I don't even. Listen. <laughs> the only people that really talk, like Cooper, all, has always talked. I of think course. Cooper was like the first one that said hi to me, and then Jacob as well. I feel like you never talk. You still never talk. Yeah. <laughs> Nate used Nate used to not talk. He didn't start talking more until the song rating. I remember. I noticed that. But. Hmm. Yeah. Sure. Moral of the story is join Discord. Yeah, join Discord, Discord. Definitely, definitely. So, Baron, what is your uh, sort of K-pop story and like how you found us and just everything that you'd like to talk about? Sure. So, I'm 28 now. So, I've been in K-pop for a while. I got into K-pop when I was in college back in early 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's the actually, same year as me. Yeah, it's actually very similar to Nate's story. Um, at the time, it was like right when the video game StarCraft Two came out. So like I bought like yeah. the collector's edition of StarCraft Two. I was like playing online. I was watching like streams, streams of the pro yeah. players, and there was one stream in particular. His name is uh, Huck. And oh, I know Huck. Oh my god. Yeah, and he always played K-pop on his channel. Yeah. And like the first time I heard it, I was like, "What is this? Like, I don't understand why you, anyone would like this." And then, like he kept playing it, and sometimes at the beginning I would like mute his stream and just play my own music, but eventually I kind of like warmed up to it, mm-hmm. and then. I remember watching like a tournament of StarCraft II and they had the guest, the musical guest for the, the tournament was Secret and they performed, <laughs> they performed the song Shy Guy. And if you've ever heard the song Shy Guy. My cat. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shy Guy. Um, it's a, a very uh, like, like super, super sweet song. And it was so different than anything I'd ever heard before. It was mm-hmm. like, holy crap. Like, 
I actually kind of like this. And I was kind of like embarrassed that I liked it. Um, Cause I was like more into like metal and like heavy rock and that, that kind of yeah, stuff. And, time. No, yeah. like, everyone gets into K-pop as a guilty pleasure. Like no one admits yeah, exactly. that they like it at first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then that motivated me to start like looking up stuff on YouTube. And so I started going through the backlog of a bunch of different uh, groups. It was all girl groups at the time. And of course, in th- at this point, like 2011, I came across Girls Generations G, and I was like, this song, song. is a masterpiece. This is so good. <laughs> and then I heard Genie after that, and I was like, Genie is even better than G. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> so at that point, I immediately became like a hardcore Sone. Uh, so on. Wow. See, I just so on. <laughs> I used to call him Sone too. Yeah. Like I used to call it. I didn't because I had no one to talk to. So I'm just like, how the yeah. fuck do I pronounce this? <laughs> so that's been like a recurring problem of mine is that I didn't start listening to like podcasts or anything until like last year. So I didn't really have anyone to talk to about anything. Yeah. So I have I had a bunch of like really weird mispronunciations that I just assumed were correct. Because I'd never heard anyone like, say anything different. When, yeah, when I started this, when I started, like, if you listen to early episodes, I call it a sase, like, or like sesong, or instead of saseing fans or whatever, mm. I used to call, I used to call like Unha from G Friend Yunha because I had no, because all of this is just like a, it's completely different yeah. rules than like what English yeah. is, so you just have no idea until you just get used to it. So yeah, I yeah, feel. Remember, like, my big one was EXID. I just it was exit. Exit, yeah. I think everyone does that. Oh no, it's like, no, it's ex. It's it's exit and BTOB instead of B2B because you wouldn't normally think <laughs> the you pr- you pronounce the letter then pronounce like two and then pronounce the the letter like it's like K-pop K-pop group names just are ca- utter chaos in terms of like how you pronounce it. Yeah. So I, like I, no, actually, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> I only learned that exit is an exit like a month ago. <laughs> I, thought it was, I, thought, I still thought it was exit until that that recently. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, yeah, you you normally you think it, it's just natural for you. There's no like dots in between yeah. to like yeah. sort of indicate that you have to pronounce it like letter by letter. So yeah, um, so I, I became like a huge uh, Girls Generation fan, and then Good. their their first Japanese album came out like that summer, and it was like like really hardcore electropop and i was like oh man this is this is amazing like yeah, this that, is, that, that, their japanese music is god tier essentially yeah, that, that that whole album was like this is the first time i heard like a, a i was really surprised by the quality of the entire album and even like the Jap- or the japanese remakes of the korean songs were good yeah um so that immediately became like my favorite girls generation album and then i started going looking up other artists like i started getting to like fx still like secret listened to all the secret songs um, and then started branching out a little bit into like uh, some soloists at the time, but that didn't really happen until later. And then in the fall of 2011 is when The Boys came out, and The Boys became like I, I really hated The Boys itself, but the rest of the album is fantastic. Oh, so, yeah, it, it's so good. <laughs> and I, the, the Boys grew on me eventually, but like every other song on that album is just amazing. So. I kept becoming bigger and bigger Girls' Generation fan. I was listening to their stuff all the time, but it was very much just like pop. Um, it was like filling that that pop niche for me, and I didn't really listen to much besides that. And then the following year, I forget, maybe February or so, that was when IU's Last Fantasy came out. And when the first time I heard Last Fantasy, I was like, it's it. Whereas I always saw Girls' Generation as like really good K-pop, but it was always just like the asterisk next to it. So it yeah, wasn't just K-pop music. as opposed to just like yeah, mu- yeah regular music. Exactly. Yeah. And then the first time I heard 
I used Last Fantasy, I was like, oh man, this is actually like a just amazing piece of art. Yeah. And it be- instantly became my, my favorite album of all time. And I went through like, I use past albums, which there wasn't, there's only one full album at the time. Um, but she became like my favorite artist. I, I streamed Last Fantasy a incredible amount of times over the next couple of years uh <laughs> just that one album over the next yeah. i mean she yeah. had other releases but <laughs> she had like chat chatter and everything else after that yeah. so but that was my favorite album for many many years so i i would always play to it like um whenever i was like like every week or every other week i was like oh man i gotta replay last fantasy again so played the, that that was listening to a lot of girls generation um i remember the first time i was still in college at the time when uh, the TTS album came out. Yeah. And it was the first time I was so excited for an album that like I went to bed earlier and then like I set my alarm to wake up so I could wake <laughs> up when it came out. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, like this is amazing. I'm all, I'm here for it. And like the album tracks were fantastic. And um, it was like my three favorite members of Girls' Generation. So I was totally here for that. Uh, and at this point, I was still getting all of my K-pop news through the K-pop subreddit, which mm-hmm. was obviously very like girl group generate uh, dominant, Focus. Not, yeah, not as much, especially back then. It was like much more skewed towards the male yeah. demographics. Yeah, like so, like Reddit is was like like eighty percent male yeah. or ninety yeah. percent male at one point. Yeah, so so I think it's like the K-pop subreddit specifically is more now like 50-50 now. So like the the boy groups actually get some love there, but at yeah. the time it was so focused on girls group that was all I listened to. Because I mean that was. That was pre BTS blow up, so there yeah. wasn't really like a. I mean, Big Bang, but I mean, like, didn't they didn't really? I'm sorry, but in terms of international pull at this point, like, they didn't have the same pull that like BTS has now. So there wasn't really like a online community of like I guess boy group stands other than maybe Twitter. But I mean, I didn't even know what Stan Twitter was at that point. In all honesty, so. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wish I could go back to where I didn't know what the hell Stan Twitter was, but too late now. Yeah. Um, and then that, that I started dating someone who's also into K-pop. So okay. she kind of exposed me to like a lot of the groups like Classify Project and Nell and a lot of the more indie stuff that I, I never got exposed to. And those mm. became some of my, my most favorite artists and still are today. Um, listen to them a ton and then my music knowledge kind of stagnated for a while so i just kind of like listened to all the groups i was already listening to for many years i still listen to k-pop like i've never taken a break from k-pop or anything it's just that mm-hmm. i only listen to it maybe like half of all of my total music and yeah so you kind of like me you just like you yeah. diversify your listening so you don't get sick of it or just like yeah. you don't yeah that sort of thing so, but, so I, yeah, I still listen to like a lot though. of American music. Like I like a lot of like, you know, Kendrick Lamar and I like Taylor Swift. I'm the only person on Discord that likes Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my sister likes Taylor Swift, so you, you have something coming with her. She went to like her yeah. concert like three straight times, I remember. <laughs> like like part of the reason my Discord uh icon is a snake is because of Taylor Swift. So fun <laughs> so, is, you guys. so that's how, that is the you're the Lord that, that's the explanation yeah. behind Baron being a snake. Oh, I thought it was because you were Slytherin. <laughs> It's also because it's, it was a combination of the, I'm my house, Harry Potter house is Slytherin. I really like Taylor Swift. And that was right when she was doing like the snake theme. And then uh, I really, I, I'm also on a basketball discord and I really hate Kevin Durant and he's a snake. Yeah, Kevin so Durant's a snake. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like the triple thing. Can't win with um, these cats, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listen to that for a long time. Um got really into like a lot of female soloists so 
all of Tan stuff I love. IU obviously is my favorite artist. Um, Lim Kim, her Goodbye 20 album is one of my favorite yes, albums of all time. Yes. If we ever do a retro review of that, remind me to invite you back on because we need oh, to. Of course. It's, with, it's with all the Lim. <laughs> I mean, we don't score like retro reviews, but I mean, <laughs> like with Lim Kim coming out of the, the ashes or out of the shadows at this point, I feel like we need to take a look back at her uh, her older music. So, I, as far as I am concerned, that comeback never happened. It just doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> the from existence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's still hiding somewhere in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even uh, think I listened to it because everyone no, just like shit no. on it. So I was like, I'm not going to listen to it. Ying, ying. That's literally like half the song. <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell are you doing, Lim Kim? Yeah, it's you like, were the it's chosen like really one. Bad, really bad, like Grimes impersonation or something. Yeah, like yeah that's what I. That's what I said. Yeah, it's what, yeah. It's like it's like she, I literally said on the last week. It's like she's been listening to too much Grimes or like freaking <laughs> like like trying to be like Billie Eilish or something yeah. like that. Um, but and then I also like as much as my reputation is on Discord for being like liking bangers and liking like up tempo songs. I really like female ball- ballad singers. Okay. So um, also like like Lynn and Yuna and uh lehigh all, all those people are like some of my, my most played artists yeah um and but i didn't get into like any boy groups at all so like if you look at my favorite songs of the year for, I, I make favorite songs of the year going back to like when i got into k-pop i'll bet you for from 2011 all the way in, up until 2018 there's maybe six boy group songs total across Whoa. all those years <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of boy group music that came out within yeah. like that like eight year period yeah. so it's only really good boy group music too. yeah some of like exactly. the most like some iconic. of the best yeah <laughs> so, so i only started getting into boy groups because of the discord okay. um like cooper's like when i first joined i muted the boy groups channel on- <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess when they created the board group channel, I muted it because I got uncared about this. And then Cooper and Sam, I think specifically in Jade too, were like really trying to get me to listen to a lot of boy group songs. I was like, okay, like I'll I'll try it out. And then through the song ratings, we started listening to a lot of boy groups too. So I remember like the, as much hype as there was was around BTS, I never really l- listened to BTS songs. And I really liked like a couple songs like Dope and Fire. I liked, but I didn't really listen to like their full albums or anything and then when we did the discography or the uh the album the rating for yeah what, like 2014 to 2017 board groups whatever it was yeah the, time the bts what the one bts yeah. was yeah um and i listened to all their title tracks i was like they are amazing <laughs> like I, I i so love all their title tracks and i went back and listened to all their albums and i think they're one of my most played artists for like this year just because i've been listening to them a ton mm. um yeah they, they are really good like i still love bts i feel like i trash talk them a lot now <laughs> especially like to, especially, mostly to my friends just because they they know i like k-pop so they're like oh bts bts yeah bts has just become like the, like the moniker or like it's just like the only association people have with k-pop at this point it's just freaking annoying yeah when Them there's now so much pink. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, Black I don't Pink's want Blackpink to talk either. Yeah, it's just yeah. BTS and Blackpink are just like the faces of like stereotypical K-pop in most people's eyes at this point. So it's just like I'm. There's so much more to that, which is why I guess we come off a lot more harsh on them in some ways. Actually, on that same topic, I remember when when Size Gangnam Style came out, and like I I saw it like the day it came out because it was on Reddit, and I was like, oh man, that's a fun music video. This is a really good song actually. And then like it kind of like died for a little bit, and then everybody started talking about it. 
And I was like, like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> when, I, when I would say, like, if I ever talked with people who didn't like K-pop, they're like, oh, yeah, I like Gangnam Style. And it's like, okay, sure. Like, <laughs> it was the first, but it's the first time I ever talked to people that were, like, aware of what K-pop was. Yeah. And it was pretty interesting. And by the way, that song is still a banger. I love that song. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It, it, it will never fade. It will never fade. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, really into board groups now actually so like a lot of my favorite songs this year are board groups we just did the, the quarter one ratings and valkyrie. my favorite song is valkyrie i've been <laughs> saying stan won us the whole time stan won us. They're, they're so good they have so many good songs valkyrie song of the year still um fantastic uh the, the way i actually found the discord is shout out to rob he made a post on reddit oh yeah that's like, right there was a post that was like yeah. what are some good k-pop podcasts and i really like listening to podcasts i listen to like I don't know, 20 different podcasts. Wow. Uh, and 1.5 speed. No, 1.75 speed. Oh. <laughs> so you got to save time when you listen to that many podcasts. But I noticed, and this actually plays into why I like your uh, podcast especially, is that because I listen to them on an increased speed, I can't listen to if they play music during it because music sounds all distorted. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of other K-pop podcasts listen to the, play like snippets of songs, and it's just unlistenable to me. So like I would just like skip those, and then I got down to your podcast from Rob's post, listening listing a bunch of podcasts. And I was like, oh man, these guys actually seem pretty chill. I like their opinions; they're very reasoned. Um, I can listen to it, and it sounds okay. <laughs> and then you guys started saying join the Discord, and I was already using Discord for gaming and for basketball. So I was like, sure, I'll join the Discord, see what's going on. And it's become like a really good community. Uh, it's fun to like see all the different characters and interactions and stuff. And it, it's really helped me find a lot of new music now because yeah, there was just so much really stuff that, because I only got stuff from Reddit and it was only like, like even if I saw boy group stuff that was upvoted, I would just like ignore it. But now it's like, if people are saying like, oh man, you need, need to listen to this song, you need to listen to this, it's a great album. Like I'll mm -hmm. go and check it out and like there's, it just it's really broadened my 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 consumption of k-pop so and it's been fantastic <laughs> yeah i think yeah. that's a really big thing with discord is yeah you it's been getting a lot of people who don't who usually stay in their lane so to speak to just sort of branch out even me like to some degree i mean i do have my as much as i try to see everything like a fucking madman um I, I like when it's when it's releases i don't sleep i really don't sleep because i have to look up like 300 different songs every month but yeah it, discord definitely sort of helps me gauge or just helps expose me to a lot of that stuff and I, yeah i do rely on it at this point to just to, to just like get exposed to music that ain't my we have to cover on here and that sort of thing so yeah, i'm glad that's the one thing i do like about like the community we've set up where it's there's a lot more like intermingling whereas opposed to most people usually just sort of stay oh i like this specific boy group or boy groups in general or this specific girl groups girl groups in general etc yeah there's a lot more like crossing of streams so to speak definitely within our discord i think that's kind of unique to our sort of little community because usually it's just like okay we're in the newest discord or the I don't know if there's a one us discord or something like that. There's usually, yeah, there's, no idea. it's usually specifically like tailored towards <laughs> groups, but whereas ours, I feel like is a lot more welcoming to general, just K-pop music. And yeah, cause we, you know, I, I try to like vary everything we cover on here just cause I want to like reach out to more people or just see like what kind of like, I guess sort of engagement we can get in terms of like what our opinions are so yeah i'm glad that actually ended up like being such a good resource for everyone even myself yeah. included so 
Is that a thing though? Like to listen to podcasts at one point, whatever speed? Because Florence does the same thing. I'm just like, am I, do we? What? Like I've no, I don't do that normally. So it, it wasn't something I started with. I started at like 1.0 speed, and then I like slowly ramped it up because people. It sounds like people are talking very slowly once you get used to them talking a little bit faster. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, gonna say, is how is it listening to Andrew talk at a normal yeah? How is it listening speed? to me at regular speed right now? <laughs> I, I, should I be speaking it's, like this? Like, <laughs> it, it sounds. I admit it sounds very different because, like, even when I watch YouTube videos, because um, the podcasts don't get uploaded until later in the week. So I, when I watch the individual YouTube segments, I put them at one point seven five speed. <laughs> so like, I'm very used to like you sounding a certain way, and you sound like much more like chill now. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I usually just sound super hyper. It just sounds crazy. And I also I credit the Discord because uh, the first K-pop concert I ever went to was Red Velvet this year, and I met. Oh yeah. wait, that was your I, that was your first what? Yeah. So I'd never been to any K-pop concert before, and I wasn't going to go to this one, even though it was like only you know, across yeah, you the You like were able to yeah, easily get yeah. there. Um, but Nate was like, Nate and you were both like, you like Sogi, you gotta go. <laughs> like, you gotta see her. So I was like, sure, I'll go. So then um, we were gonna meet up with Nate, but then Nate couldn't make it. So then uh, got still got to meet the four of you, um, three of you, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun and looking forward to going to uh, KCON. K-Con. Yeah, it's it's definitely really exciting. Yeah. K-Con. Yeah, it like, should be exciting. Another, yeah, another th- cool thing about the Discord is like, yeah, because I feel like a lot of K-pop fans have this of like, we want to go to concerts, but like, we don't have we don't a friend have friends. who wants to go with us. So I usually have lucked out. I think for the most part, I can I can get someone to go with me. I have like two friends that like are kind of into K-pop. Like I have a friend who likes BTS. Then there's Dylan. He'll just <laughs> he'll just go to whatever, and then. <laughs> And then, like, I went to California and I went to concerts with my mom, which is <laughs> funny. Like, she's going to Pentagon with me. Should be a great time. And then, like, with the Red Velvet, I was able to go with my brother and my sister-in-law because my brother, like, somehow started getting into K-pop. Like, you two recommended, like, twice to him. And, no, he got into EXO first. And he was, like, Good he just man. told me casually. He told me casually, like, so I've been listening to EXO. And I was, like, <laughs> I was, like, like the k-pop group he's like yeah i was like whoa wait like i have so many questions now and then like yeah he started getting into twice and then i was like listen you should listen to red velvet because they're gonna be coming here soon and he really liked red velvet uh, he ended up like not being able to go to the actual concert but i still got the ride up to new jersey <laughs> and yeah so to be able to like meet you guys so, like i think that's just a cool part of the discord of like yeah we have a whole group going to KCON. Yep. together so Should like fun. it's fun to like you know have someone to go to the concerts with you can like find people to maybe like even have like a place to stay i think it's really cool to like have that so yep. especially because like with the new york ones like i can easily just take the train up there and now i can yep. just like meet up with one of you guys because you live there which was before like that'd be so scary <laughs> from me <laughs> just going up there by myself and like not knowing what to do anyone yeah yeah we don't bite Except for Baron. <laughs> we make that joke like three straight weeks now. <laughs> but yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever really like, or it's weird for me just because I got into K-pop through other people that I was friends with. So the concept of, oh, though I am familiar with the concept of, oh, I'm going to a concert alone. I wish I went with friends sort of thing, just because like the person that got me into K-pop, my friend Kim, only really liked specific like gr- groups like 
she was like really big into like I don't know like EXO so anything that wasn't really EXO or <laughs> whatever <laughs> uh, she wouldn't go to uh so yeah I mean I just I'd make friends <laughs> at the concert that's how I met like Aubrey Page like a bunch of other people that I sort of know like tertiarily through like YouTube stuff and everything uh yeah, basically just what I do like I stopped doing like concert vlogs or whatever, but that's, that'd be a way to make friends. It, that's how I make friends. I promise people fame and fortune and never upload their videos because <laughs> it's so much editing work and I have no time for that anymore, unfortunately. So, yeah. And also we just kept, keep getting nuked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. We, we, we definitely like, yeah, that's why we don't do it anymore. But I think that that's probably a good place to leave the topics. I mean, I'm glad that you guys, yeah, you guys are definitely a big part of our community now at this point, uh, being mods and just doing a lot of stuff. So I'm glad that we got you on here. Your, all your stories were definitely interesting. And I, yeah, I hope everyone else listening to this uh, it was interested as well. Definitely give a lot of love to these guys for coming in on such short notice to um, fill in for uh, the Daybotcast. Uh, yeah, Our I guess that... Huh? Yeah, I mean, no, don't never apologize for your scores. I think that's the one thing I love also about our community is that we don't have to automatically like everything and we don't automatically have to hate everything. We can just yeah, that's have a great opinions. part of the Discord too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you just do this shit on Twitter, it's like canceled. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm glad that we don't have a big like Twitter following because like some of the shit I say on here would just get me like doxxed immediately. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I guess that'll end it for uh, episode 124 of the Daybot cast. If you liked it, please uh, leave a like. That uh, that really helps um, for our visibility. Uh, click the notification bell if you want to be notified whenever a new video pops up, because sometimes they don't pop up in the feed. I don't know what YouTube is doing. Uh, like I said, you can go listen to us on uh, podcast services uh, of your choice. Uh, please follow us on Twitter, or if you want to reach us the, the easiest, you can tweet at TrulyDaybok, or you can... Uh, reach me at my Twitter though I don't really use it I just use the Truly Daybok Twitter as my Twitter even if it's just not K-pop stuff I'll just tweet it because no one uses it it's literally just me tweeting random shit and Nate just like posting like Nate's the one that posts like all like the the up like the new topics or whatever and then Jacob sometimes posts some stuff in Korea so I just try to keep it interesting um, you guys don't have to all too much social media stuff so if you want to say hi to Sam or Baron uh, please join our discord again it's Mutrolet and you can interact with them they're always on and they're very friendly and welcoming i think <laughs> try to be no no try to be <laughs> try to be yeah um and again sam does the song ratings so that's a really fun sort of group activity you participate in uh any closing thoughts from either of you guys um join the discord make friends find new artists yeah <laughs> So, Excellent. yeah, I guess I guess that'll do it. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and good night. Um, it's weird because I'm usually it's usually Jacob that takes it out, and I do the stay creamy variant. It's <laughs> me taking it. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you. Good night. Stay mucho lit. Stay throbbingly go lit. Oh God, not you too. <laughs> <laughs>